0: TTRPG Talks, we are super excited to welcome the Basically Good Podcast and Dragon Punch Squad Podcast! Woo!
1: Yeah! Hey! Thanks so much for having
0: us! Alrighty, so to recap what TTRPG Talks is to anybody that doesn't know, um, what we're doing here is we're bringing different members of the community, the TTRPG community together to talk about. Basically everything TTRPG. We're gonna talk a little bit about TTRPGs themselves, such as like favorite stuff, cool moments, everything that we you know whatever we ramble onto, as well as a little bit about podcast slash streaming themselves, like you know a little bit behind the scenes look, as well as people's goals and what we're looking towards, and of course anything anybody's has in the works, anything they wanna they wanna say, and everything like that. But to start, let's start with introductions. So I will start. I am Syrup from Waffles Maple Syrup, and I am a player and co-person on Waffles Maple Syrup. I don't know how to say that.
1: <laughs> Co-big-time CEO. That's what Juice, we call it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All those things. I like it.
1: <laughs> I am Waffles. I'm the GM of Waffles Maple Syrup and the other person. <laughs>
2: <laughs> great great office structure
3: yeah. and, and waffles, people syrup. person one person two <laughs> one person two
1: basically uh, go ahead take it away i'm zach i play urkel short
2: on the basically good podcast and i manage like half of the social media and then the other half is by someone who isn't here right now but uh
4: nice yeah
3: excited to be here i am silas i play frizzy on the basically good podcast I don't know. I do random stuff. <laughs> Nothing. I don't have an official sure role. Mostly just a player. He, some other he produces
1: thing. content. He does. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Random
3: and, <laughs> content. And,
1: yeah. I mean, the random stuff person is someone we've been trying to hire for recently. <laughs> we well, shoot, resu- shoot him a resume. Shoot him a resume. Yeah. We're looking yeah. for random person three. <laughs>
5: uh, I'm Jake. I am the G- GM, CEO, and editor of the Dragon Punch Squad podcast.
0: At least you have your titles down, so, you know, that's that's a step better than we do. <laughs> I, I
5: made them up right now, so.
0: <laughs> Confidence <laughs> is like half the battle. <laughs>
6: Man. Well, I am John Grunflint from the Dragon Punch Squad podcast. I play Sir Benson Black, and I am I don't have any title. I am literally just an actor. <laughs> Perfect. That's fantastic. All
0: right. Well, thank you guys very, very much. We are super excited to have you on the show. Thank you for taking the time and for Dragon Punch for the last minute flexibility. You guys are absolutely amazing. So let's start with a little bit about each of your podcasts as well. Podcast slash stream life, if you guys are streaming and a little bit of uh, insight into what you guys do.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. I'll plug what we got going on outside of the show. <laughs> we do have a stream life; it's very scattered. But actually, tomorrow we're going to be doing our very first like live one shot to raise money for a direct relief, either a charity that cool. provides like adequate PPE across the globe for caregivers, uh, medical personnel, just kind of during the. Always, I think, but especially now during this, like, pandemic, that's what they're, you know, kind of, we're going to be gearing it towards that. So that will be taking place tomorrow at uh, 6 o'clock Central Time. Yeah, amazing. It's, uh, donations are going to affect gameplay. We have a whole menu set up to where you can screw people over, help the party (laughs) along. That is Come up with relics worth gold and stuff, so. It'll be a really good time, but it's super sweaty right now. I'm, I'm (laughs) going to be the GM and I'm super sweaty. So a lot of pressure. Doing a great job so far
3: though. Well, thank you, Silas. And with that, we'll pass it up For the the podcast we do, we are the Basically Good Podcast. We started as, I guess, like a few friends playing D&D in college, but uh, we started doing a podcast and we started in January it's uh Zach and I, and our DM's name is Chance, uh, along with a guy named Ronnie, a guy named Jackson. We have a lot of fun. We release episodes weekly. You can find us anywhere you hear or want to listen to podcasts. Yeah, come check us out. We're having just a great time. We think we're fun, I guess. Hopefully, you do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're running Pathfinder Second Edition Age of Yes. Ashes right. Yeah. Now. Yeah.
5: So I think that's what you guys are doing too, right? Yeah. 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 Dragon Pump Squad is also doing that one. Yeah. Nice. Yep.
3: Nice. Um, cool. It's been great. Yeah. And what a great transition for you yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, so we away.
5: Take it away, Jake. <laughs> take that segue. So the Dragon Punch Squad podcast, we like to get around the table and, and we like to record like that. Most recently we put out episode 17 and we also had to say, we don't have any, any more episodes. You know, after the stay at home order and stuff like that, we sure. could not get together. And so, you know, I didn't want to sacrifice the quality of being at the table and having that interaction like that because it's so much different than doing it on, on Twitch. So in the meantime, we're just streaming Saturdays uh, or as much as possible a, a, every Saturday. And right now, we're just going through Pathfinder Society stuff. My brother-in-law, Kelly, he's the one who's been running them, but uh, we're going to be doing rotating GMs and stuff like that.
0: That is really, really awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> and yeah. I nice. I get what you're saying about the decision. It's a hard decision, but you're not the only one that I've heard kind of, you know, on Twitter and stuff say things like that. And it's good that you guys are able at least to, like, get on Twitch and do the things that you can do in the meantime. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah.
6: Personally, we're a group of guys who've been playing together for so long. We just know each other so well. And we just know that we can play on Twitch, but it's just not the same. It's, it doesn't feel the same. and We care about the main podcast too much. Yeah. So it just felt awkward.
0: No. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's completely legitimate. A little bit about us. Actually, we have a all online group, but that's also how we started. So our dynamic was kind of built off of that. It works. Uh I hope <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying it, you know, but <laughs> we've also, you know, in the not streamed or anything like that, but prior to all of this, we had an in-person game that we were doing just because we wanted that different dynamic as well. And it's not the same online, you're right. Like it's just not unfortunately. But regards to what we do stream, we have two campaigns currently, which is Waffles's Homebrew, which is our our flagship campaign. It's called Time Has Passed. It's about time travel and saving the world from calamities that happened. And it's pretty cool. We're getting up into the levels there and some dramatic reveals are going on. And we more recently started Pathfinder 2E's Extinction Curse AP, which has been fun too.
1: That like just came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's one of their recent APs. The only thing I like to add is kind of where time has passed came from. So we were all going to start, we're all 5E players. Yeah. And we decided to start Pathfinder 2E for the first time and I was trying to concoct a way in my head to make my players happy because I knew they were going to want to play a lot of different classes. They're just going to want to try out everything the first time they play a game. So basically the idea is every time that they go back in time that they get to quote-unquote load in as a different character if, if they're they really enjoying you it
0: you could be a loser like me and just go back to the same exact yeah
1: who's played time. the same one
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I would do but, the
6: exact same thing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta learn that but character. there's
1: definitely some mm. downfalls also to loading into a different character like yeah. some people have found out like oh we're going to fight undead people I'll be a cleric, but yeah. they're starting to like lose memories, that kind of stuff. So.
0: Yeah, he made it really interesting uh, to like pros and cons. If you uh which we only found out in character recently, so spoiler alert, basically <laughs> like if you keep the same character you have an easier time remembering like each jump. But if you start switching it up, then you start getting confused as to like what whose memories you have and stuff, so that's that's really cool. Which also That's I, neat. That's really neat. Yeah, really relying on the players to not metagame. <laughs>
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs>
0: but I think we've been doing pretty good. <laughs> Which mm.
1: I will use that to slide into a good one. What is your guys' biggest pet peeves at the table?
6: Ooh. Oh, man. I've got a pretty mm. strong one. Go. All
1: Go.
6: right. That's just Go. why people aren't paying attention. Yes. Somebody's looking at their phone, and they're just not there with the entire group of people. Like Everybody's decided we're going to spend this time playing right. together. Absolutely. Somebody's just doing their own thing. It, it just takes me off.
0: It's harder, honestly, when online, because you can't, like... We don't always do cameras. We started it, we stopped recently, we'll probably pick it back up eventually, but, like, just on Roll20 without cameras, you can't know exactly what is going on, and, like, I hope you're paying attention, but it's less, like, I can't look Mm -hmm. at you in the eyes and, like talk (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah. i'm just ready to finish a big like scene and then the person not respond to me because they walked away (laughs) thankfully my (laughs) players are way better than that (laughs) sorry
2: i'm back i needed more snack
0: (laughs) sorry what was that (laughs) you're dead John, have you like developed any like homebrew rules or something like that to the table that kind of help with that, or do you just have like a, a disclaimer that you guys you guys kind of try to talk to your players about?
6: Well, I'm actually I've never been a DM. Still I'm a career player. <laughs> I mean, I would have to think about that a little bit. I would just say if you're not paying attention in this plane, you're not paying attention paying attention to the game. So if you didn't yeah. hear it. Didn't hear it. That's
0: true. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I liked it like yeah. it's
0: in character Guess you don't know it sorry <laughs> yeah i like that anybody else put peas at the table or virtual table
2: yeah i, I guess i would say like i've done both i mean i started out as a dm because i really wanted to be a dm and i like again 5e player like pretty basic compared to pathfinder and i kind of learned the rules as i went but i always was always like you know as a as a DM, you're trying to weave like a really good story. And a lot of times you're going in with the idea like, well, they're heroes. Like, we're going to let the heroes be heroes. And when people design a character that's not necessarily a hero, and it kind of clashes with the story. And I know that's like very pumpkin spice latte. Like, when you know, well, that's just what my character would do. I hate that. I hate that. As a DM, (laughs) I hate that. As a player, it's really fun to like throw wrenches in the game and (laughs) see what would happen and just I mean, there's, there's wrenches that don't go along with the story, you know, and not even, like, a little bit. Like, if it's fully, like, canceling it out and there's, like there's too much conflict, it's like...
0: Yeah, I feel like there's two kinds of, like, boom. wrenches, like you're talking about. Like, there's the kind where, you know what, you did something the DM just completely didn't expect, but it's in character, or you totally. got outside the box, you know. Okay, kudos to you. And then there's the ones that are, like, well, are you playing the game like do you do you want to play the game i guess is the question because like yeah like you said like oh well i'm just gonna go off and do something else like well then why are you here like why are you yeah yep joined?
2: <laughs> we're not playing as a team or, or whatever right. and mm-hmm.
5: for the most part uh all all the players characters should have a somewhat of a similar goal so yeah. you know, if four people meet up, you know, for you know, it's like a Pathfinder Society scenario or whatever. And all of a sudden, the and the, and all of a sudden, the person is like, "Yeah, I, I got something else I, I, I got to do as a character." It's like you're in the Pathfinder Society.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do. You, your your
5: character, your character, literally signed up for this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a like, kudos to like the structure of of Pathfinder Society that that's built ah. in, right?
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Exactly. What were you gonna say, Zach?
2: Oh, I was going to say, like, more like, okay, so my father-in-law played, like, one, like, first edition when he was growing up, like, mm-hmm. D&D, so he, like, was very, like, trope-heavy barbarian to smash through walls, and so we were playing one shot of Chris Strahd's Death House. He was like b- smashing through this mansion, like, and it was just like it was very funny, you know, because it was very traditional D anD D. But there, everybody else is like, well, I'm investigating the desks and the, you know, the, the bookshelves and underneath the rug, and he's like, I slam through the fireplace, you know, <laughs> very just like that's more of a like funny sin- situation, Yeah. Right? yeah. I, mean, I think everybody gets what I'm saying. So.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a way to play, you know, Can't... It's totally.
2: And I'm more than happy to let him do it. (laughs) Yeah, in the (laughs) end, (laughs) it's about
0: matching uh, the play style because you have those that want to play like that and you have those that want to not even like with the the exploration in terms of kind of what you were saying, Hmm. but like even RP modes like... I want to stand and and talk to people for a bit and and get like heavy into that kind of emotional payoff and things like that. And then there's those that are like, I'm just not comfortable with that. And sure, I want to summarize, you know, okay, well, I talked to them about this. This is what what information do I get? And let's move on.
1: I roll a persuasion check. Tell me what I get.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
0: And, I mean, again, like, is that necessarily my way to play? No. But is it, you know, if you find a good match in a group that that fits your playstyle, it's kind of the magic that you can make it work for any kind of combination, right?
4: Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Definitely interesting. So speaking of that, what is your preferred, like, playstyle, I guess? Both your personal one and how the dynamic of the podcast that you guys have been putting out has been kind of going. Like, are you guys very RP heavy? Are you guys, you know, do you guys have combat every, every episode, things like that? Like, have you guys built this?
6: Well, the DPS podcast that we are, we all really like storylines. So we are a very heavy role play podcast. We just have yeah. happen.
5: Yeah. yeah we, uh, uh, it's like, I, I would say it's like, 30% like combat and then like another like 40% is like the role play. And then another 30% is just us not being able to stop laughing at something really, really <laughs> stupid. Those are some of the funniest episodes. I, I think it was like episode 12. There was a point where I I just couldn't take it anymore. I was just in tears. And like I left it in because it was just so funny. And it's, that's definitely one of the things like everyone, a lot of people really like combat focused stuff. A lot of people really like role play focused stuff. But one of the things that I really like about actually playing around the table like that is just the way that things will go so off the rails <laughs> and just very <laughs> funny in a meta sense. It's the, the, that's one of the things that I really wanted to capture in the podcast is just, it's, you know, four brothers all, or five brothers all sitting together playing. And yeah, it's, it's just so much fun when you like incorporate all of it together very seamlessly.
0: Yeah. No, that's, and I appreciate, leaving that in you know that's that's half the Mm -hmm. fun when you listen to a group of people and start to get to know them both you know as their players and characters separately Mm -hmm. as well as like the dynamic and everything right do you guys do voices as well like do you guys get into like accents?
5: oh i have i have a ton of voices yeah i have um yeah the uh yeah the i i have a bunch of voices the in, in in age of ashes there's a lot to do with this one goblin tribe and so I have like, I have a bunch of different voices for, for all of these different goblins. And then the, the I, I've just made character voices for all of these different guys. And, and I, do I, my wife will hear me just like, I'll be like in the bathroom, like in the shower <laughs> and I'll be like, like practicing a voice and stuff. She's like, you're so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That too. But
6: <laughs> for me, I come up with a voice for virtually every single one of my characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm Benson black on the podcast. But for a five E campaign I'm in with Jake as well, I play a wizard named Cyrus in the Pen. And I have you know, it, it just helps me flesh out a character and just
0: mm-hmm. makes Getting me more character. comfortable mm-hmm.
6: in that character.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And there's something to say about ease of differentiating between in and out of characters like speech, just in in that in and of itself. Um Yeah, totally. I'll be honest, I'm not very good at it. I try. I want to be. <laughs> uh, oh I'm the same way. I'm just
4: self- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and even I... as not very good, she's better than me. I have I have about two speeds. I got girl voice and then my Alabama accent. And that's about all I got going. <laughs>
4: he doesn't say I'm that. Cornfed, if, I... <laughs>
0: if I can do a British accent, just every time I speak, it'll be from a different part of. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Europe, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But I
0: try. <laughs> it comes from the fact that I am bilingual. I think. I think that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Like having parents with accents and things like that, you start just hearing it a bit more. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. That's my guess. What about y'all? Maybe. At basically good.
3: Wait, are we still talking about voices, or yeah. there was a question voices. that led us there? there and I don't remember
4: what yeah. it was. Yeah, I remember what it was.
0: Make it
3: up. Make up a question. I need Silas to,
2: to do his voices. I need you to do your voices. <laughs> voice- <for> <laughs> I want to hear voices. Let's go. Oh, good.
3: <laughs> so, on the podcast, I play a tiny goblin alchemist. Uh, his name's Frizzigig. Uh, he's kind of <laughs> like, uh, you know, he's like a little rough old guy and he talks like he's from, I don't know, like Boston or something. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever I make characters, I, I, more often than not, I love doing voices. I always have and half the time i'll just find a voice that i think is funny and then i'll just kind of write the character that fits that voice because i love doing that and then i'll just kind of like write a personality like ah that voice kind of sounds like this and then I'll be like well that person would be uh druid and they would do that you know no i love doing voices i can't if my character ends up having a boring voice i end up really hating the character gotcha yeah <laughs> so Resident backtrack
1: just, just a little oh, bit do you have any pet peeves at the table silas oh yes
3: i have one i have one pet peeve uh, that i can think of I, I i tend to be like pretty i don't know i have like a really high threshold for for most things like that except for this one thing and, and he's probably watching right now i'm gonna call him out ronnie who's in our podcast uh, <laughs> I
4: love it. We, this was uh,
3: the the first version of the podcast we did which is when we were also in college and we were around a table yeah, we have one mic in the middle, and and we are all rolling. And Ronnie would do this. This it stressed me out. Oh, it stressed me out so bad. <laughs> he would take his dice and he would roll them like really crazy and like like oh, this. Yeah. He would just like throw them up in the air and throw his <laughs> dice everywhere. And it stressed me out. As I sat right next. Dice would just be flying. They go off the table. I never I never told him that, but like it's <laughs> so bad. There you well Roddy, if you're yeah. hearing this the shout out. <laughs> <laughs> now it's personal. He's
6: trying to, no, yeah. he to hit the tray from fifteen
3: feet away. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the more the more dramatic the moment or the more important the role. The bigger his throw was, you know? it was
0: Yeah, just, uh, as as Basic Bernie in chat says, emotion dictates emotional roles. You know, you get really yeah. into it. You just go, huh. <laughs> so exactly.
2: Basic Bernie is Ronnie. Oh, uh, <laughs>
0: well. <laughs> all right. That's
2: so funny.
0: I helped you defend That's yourself so on the podcast version too. Now
2: there you go. <laughs> no, I love it. That is actually too funny. That is really
1: funny. <laughs> all right, first roll when you guys are back, Ronnie. Yeah, I expect you just to chunk those dice and you throw it right <laughs> in
0: at yeah. his head. Oh, I mean,
6: <laughs> big rolls. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> you one of those awesome. old timey slings that you got to put a rock in. Oh, swing around. <laughs> <Okay>. swing <laughs> just play in a hallway
0: room. so that you have to go all the way down.
6: <laughs> Make sure no one comes out, and you kill someone.
4: <laughs> I will personally. So enemies, yeah.
0: I will personally buy you some like heavy metal dice.
4: to go with it
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's like the only thing i imagine when thinking about dangerous dice is like metal dice right i I worry
0: for the table so
2: dangerous
1: (laughs) i don't know i saw one of the dice you guys made the crystal with the red dice and it looked like someone stepped on the d4 Yeah, yeah, these those, ones. those they're look supposed dangerous. to get
2: shipped oh. off. I need to go to the post office.
1: Those are the sharpish and they got the little, the little red part that looks like blood. And those things are like, <laughs> those things look dangerous. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Looks like they Absolutely. were already. That's dangerous. why they're in a jar, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, <laughs> need them
2: wrapped in bubble wrap. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay, yeah, Jake. Did you talk about your pet peeve? I don't think he did.
5: Mm. No. So I've been playing for twenty years. Okay in that time of GM for probably 10 and I love bringing in new players. But one of the things that bothers me is when experienced players still don't know their character after playing for like, <laughs> for like ever, uh, you know, like when, when, when it's like,
4: uh,
5: <laughs> I, you know, like when when I, when I hear a player, you know, who, who will like go to attack and then, you know, both the GM will say, are you hit? And then they, go, and then they go, go and roll some damage. And then they'll be like, all right, let me see. um, uh, What's my date? It was like, how do you not like? <laughs> you've been playing this character for yeah. like you know fifth level or something, and it's like you should know that by now. <laughs> and uh, ma- yeah. maybe, it's just, maybe it's just because like I will literally spend a month making a character, writing a four page backstory, making sure I know literally everything about it. Yeah. And then maybe it's just because it's like I put so much work into it. I'm like, how do you not know? <laughs>
0: I I should clarify when I said point to waffles, I didn't mean that he does that. I meant that's one of his biggest pet peeves as well. Oh, okay. But right. <laughs> I, I will say
1: I will defend my players and say they get a pass since sometimes they make the brand new characters when they jump into the past and they'll be like, Oh, a new level seven character. What does this do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, and it is a little complicated for us as well because you know there's two parts to it. Like you said, you know there's breaking in new characters in the sense of or new players rather in the sense of you know being brand new to a system. And and even if we have a lot of experience in 5e, this was our first enter into Pathfinder 2e with many people having not even like Pathfinder one like nothing. It's just a brand new system, mm-hmm. and that is always like a, a difficult transition. But at the same time. We're level, what are we, 8 now? So, yep. mm, after a point, you know, you gotta get together. Gotta get together.
4: <laughs> gotta get <it.
0: laughs>
1: I will yeah. I will continue to say that my biggest pet peeve forever is true metagaming. Where someone goes, someone like, loads in as a cleric, and they're like, Well, holy energy hurts undead always. Oh, so. sure, yeah.
4: <laughs>
6: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if
1: you ask the question, if you're like, "Does my character know this?" That's fine. It's more along the lines of, "Yes, this happens always." Period.
4: Yeah,
0: for sure.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I I will say, and I feel like, yeah, Jake would, if I played at his table, he would roast me because <laughs> it's not even kind of like, oh, what's my my damage? I'll be like, okay, is it the first sheet it's on or like the <laughs> sheet? Like, I'm like sh- just scrolling through, and I'll get back and be like, okay. Just the other night, Silas, yeah, we like we played and I was adding three to my damage instead of seven what? because oh, yeah. I was mixing like fifth edition oh, no. rules or something the oh, whole yeah. time. So and, oh, yeah. and our DM is like, I feel bad. I'm like, don't. I'm the worst. <laughs> it's a, it's a, you can,
3: I did it to myself. I've done it to myself.
2: I deserve we, this. So yeah. We have
3: a player exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm awful. I have, when we're playing, we have like the PDF version of the Pathfinder 2 core rulebook. I will have like five different tabs of it open, all pointed to different spots in the rule. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I just cannot
4: remember them. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, then with I'll... tags,
0: it's it's not the same as in 5 E at all. It's not, you know, you have a lot oh, yeah. of different pieces to, yeah. uh, I don't even know if say memorize, but just, you know, be able to call back to for some yeah, for yeah.
1: some oh help though and to shout out one of our favorite people uh there's a site called Archives of Nethys. Oh yeah. yeah. Use yes. it whenever we whenever it, yes. we play. He Devour awesome. them.
0: He pops in every yeah. once in a while to our streams and we super appreciate you. You're shout
2: kidding out. me.
5: <laughs> what? Wow. Oh my I feel like that's that
2: celebrity
5: stuff. Yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah, He's... that's like that, <laughs> that site is
0: dude. the jam. Anytime he comes yeah. on we're just like Nethys we we do like a critical Role's D&D Beyond ads we'll we'll do our fake little Nethys
4: <laughs> Except it's not fake because we this honestly use it all stream's officially sponsored time.
5: by... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On a normal day, I have 10 of those tabs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even exactly. need That's to awesome. be playing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> i just be researching.
5: Just checking. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I feel like our DM does that. Our DM will be like, "Hey, just in case, like, if you guys wanted to know how to smuggle a gargantuan beast out the door, this is the bulk it has." And he'll just like text us like stuff, you know, <laughs> just like
3: just always like piddling <laughs> around on there. Weird data. data. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So just funny. In case. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. It's thirty-five bulk, by the way. That's what oh, that's what he said. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, let me write that down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he gave me i think he gave it'll, me a uh a like a dc for if i wanted to like try to pick the lock of a bank vault and it was like 65 or something <laughs> was,
5: like, no robbing the bank oh, for man. us
2: anytime soon <laughs>
0: i think what we need to implement soon and i think will be super useful is like like each person we were talking about it earlier as waffle nods here yes. uh sh- like has a section that they're in charge of knowing so that when rules come into question or something like that it and i don't think it should always be on the dm like obviously they have a lot of other things to be juggling already so why can't the player be like i'll do acs and like armor hardness and all that good stuff
4: yeah
1: like i imagine just us being in a fight and being like all right you have this this and this condition Carrick. what do these conditions do again since you're that rules master right
5: that's really helpful yeah that's cool yeah Yeah.
1: we we do have a, a rules
2: guy a music guy a loot hey. guy. We have assigned, like, you make sure you know what you're picking up and who's picking it up, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. everybody kind of manages that. Oops. Um, you said and that's music been helpful.
1: And you said music and loot guy? I thought, like, loot, you know, like a bard. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. We have a loot guy. Yeah,
5: there's a the guy with a yeah. loot It's lo- a separate guy that guy, to just the,
0: guy, loot guy. Loot the entire time. <laughs>
2: I did, I've, now I'm always going to think I'm the loot guy Like I have a loot in the That's so funny, thank you <laughs> Wait, one thing tonight, it's that
0: um, I'm going to flip the script a little bit Unless someone has okay. something to add there Because I, I don't have necessarily a particular pet peeve That hasn't been mentioned, I should say So I'll flip it to what I give like extra kudos for instead And to me, that's going to be the people that actively choose to give themselves a handicap in character for whatever reason, because we were talking a little bit about like metagaming knowledge and things like that. And just as often as you could say, you know, like, yeah, I know positive energy should affect undead always, but hey, does my character know that? To do the opposite, to to give your character some quirk that like goes against what the best decision is. Would this potentially hurt me? Yes. Am I going to do it anyways because that's what they would do? Hell yeah. That's yep. You get so much kudo points mm-hmm. for that.
1: <laughs> One of my favorite, I'll jump in and then let everyone else just take the reins and run with it. But I played a human ranger that was, his name was Jimmer. And he was a, he was a hunter of a sorts, but he didn't want to kill people. So I rolled it. It was in 5e, so I rolled it disadvantage on people on humans basically anytime he shot at them Mm -hmm. that's cool he didn't want to be a murderer nice i had a group that i was DMing. we
3: were doing a one shot for this one guy the the you know like we were like just kind of having fun right so you can make a character with just like stats all over the place and he wanted to make one had like a bunch of stat he was a barbarian and he wanted to tank his intelligence in light of like you know uh physical stats. well if you want to have an intelligence that low like we should make it you should have a, like a consequence. It'll make it like, you know, just like for like fun. And so he said like he has to, he's only allowed to talk in like really simple, very small sentences. In, <laughs> and I'm like it, the whole time, like he had to be like role playing the whole time. And, but there was a puzzle and, and the the group could not figure it out. And I saw, I looked over and he figured it out but he realized that his character couldn't figure it out right. and he was trying so hard to like give hints in these super simple sentences right. and ideas. Right. And his brain was working so hard to like talk through that lens and he couldn't do it. And it was like, see, I knew what the answer to the puzzle was and I knew what he was doing. And, and so I just was laughing at them and it <laughs> anyway. like, so I also appreciated him for, for taking that, that negative to himself and making it more fun for the whole group.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's really awesome, and and the player working overtime on brain capacity to actually play a less intelligent character is great. Exactly,
3: the 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 demer character made him have to be smarter. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yes.
5: Oh, amazing. Yeah, well, the like the years that I had playing, one of the things is that like in the fifth edition game that John and I are in the weekends, whenever we come up against a creature, uh, our DM will will like give like like a sentence of a description and all of a sudden i'll just be like oh no and then and then (laughs) the whole table will look at me and i'm like we don't want to fight this (laughs) and they're like why and i'm like i literally can't i shouldn't tell you i can't tell you but this is going to (laughs) be very painful and we're not going to have fun
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep
0: i like not knowing all the the creatures i Mm -hmm. relatively am new to like i mean new relatively really like a couple years now but compared to like waffles' extensive 5e knowledge that he can like pull a character out and be like, oh yeah, these are its weaknesses, these are whatever. I'm like, no idea. Let me throw something and see what sticks. Like, I love it. I have that advantage and I'm going to keep that ignorance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I personally hate it, which is why any of my players will tell you that I Change all of my monsters at least in one way or another. At least one thing about them is different from the book.
4: That's a good idea. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yep. It's the, the the thing I hate the most about being like a DM and a player is finding the super cool like monster or trap or whatever for for something that I'm running and then I'll be playing and it comes up.
1: Well, now yeah. I don't
3: get the fun surprise. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So I think I, I cut you off, Zach. What's up?
2: Oh, I was just gonna say, like on top of that, like knowing. Kind of the when you realize it, like Jake was saying, like you're like, oh no, we don't want to fight this. Like the reason that he knows that is because he's had a very bad experience with that in the past. <laughs> <laughs> like, usually it's coupled with like a terrible memory. Like we just okay. fought a couple of things and just like kicked our butts a few episodes ago, and it's like <laughs> I'm never gonna forget that mega high AC beast that just <laughs> kicked us, you know, to the curb. So I think I'm with you. Like honestly, like I haven't. I I've played a lot of. D&D quote but only up to like level 3 on like all of my little campaigns like it's never taken I've never played frequently enough to really spike so once we get up into like higher levels and stuff in our podcast I'm just getting less and less knowledgeable and it's super scary. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I just know I'm in some big
2: trouble coming up here but yeah. because you can at least kind of prepare like Jake was saying mm-hmm. you could be like mm-hmm. even though my character doesn't know like you're like oh we we're gonna learn really fast. We don't need to be here, but I'll be like, "Ooh, that just looks like a giant cube of Jello. Let's <laughs> go get it. <laughs>
1: like it's gonna be super easy. It's dinner time. <laughs>
0: it's be I, a big deal." I want to give kudos to our one of our players, uh Coop Seamaster on Twitch, because he saved our butts last session. Not going to lie, and it has to do with that because. You know, we rolled a knowledge check or he did or something like that uh, episode prior about a rumor that we heard of like a place we were going to go to about what what creatures were there. And he rolled really well. And it was, you know, great. We got a little idea of like, yeah, we think we might know who these are. Cut to next episode. He remembered because we got so there was like a huge reveal. It was a lot of drama. He remembered to pause and be like, well, this morning, as we're all preparing and we know we're heading towards this thing. Would my character know if there is, like, based on that really good check from a session ago?
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Is there
0: something (laughs) that I would be able to prepare for? And Waffles was like, well, yeah, technically, you know, you'd know this. It saved our asses, because all of us were able to prepare (laughs) something, and we were, like, actually ready for a fight, which never happens for us. We're always winging it in the worst possible way. (laughs) So, kudos to that, honestly. (laughs) Nice. When it works in character, it works, you know?
4: (laughs) That's right, for sure.
6: That's right. One of the reasons why I like playing a wizard so much... It's because, yeah. yeah, you have a lot of knowledge about d monsters. You finally just get to say all the time, what is that? What is that? What is that?
0: What is that? <laughs> it's a character. You yep. can't get mad at me. <laughs> <Yep>. I probably
6: know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. probably do. <laughs> and
0: exactly.
6: it doesn't work all the time, but when it does, it feels good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You,
4: get,
1: you just hang on that. We'll roll an Arcana check.
4: <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> totally.
0: This is coming from Waffles, who played Grizz a... What What level did you get up to as a human uh, wizard? We got up
1: to 14, I think. Yeah. Ooh, wow. 14 level wizard is so hype. But didn't you have something special
0: yeah. for, like, intelligence and arcana specifically? You could not roll below, like, a 20, I swear.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I basically took... At some point, I got to take expertise. I forget if it was a feat or whatever. And so I had, like, a plus 16 in arcana. <laughs> And (laughs) 5 which
4: is ridiculous. That's insane. (laughs) Wow.
2: You never fail.
1: You always know way too much.
0: Yes, yes. Yes. Carrick hated it. (laughs) He was the DM. (laughs) Okay. Does anybody have a favorite something that they didn't say? You guys want (laughs) to?
2: I also remember last episode, you said you're a huge fan of syrup. And I wanted to say this, so I'm going to say it now while I have the floor. There is a maple syrup farm like 20 minutes away from my house, and we go there for breakfast, and it is tremendous.
3: Like, oh my god. Go oh, right god. there. Amazing.
2: So I was going to get you a bottle and send it to you, and I'll oh. have to do it. So <laughs> remind me. But anyway, oh play style going back on the Wait, Thompson. no, no, no. You can't just skip over <laughs> anyway. the syrup. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. I'm so sorry. What's the it's name really, of the it's place? Real, what?
0: It's
4: called. I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll change sprags. the name of the show to
0: uh syrup talks let's go <laughs> <Syrup>
4: Talks. excellent
0: <laughs> We'll we'll dm uh, later about it it's fine good yeah yeah i
2: will do it on the side right now um <laughs> going back to kind of what jake was saying about knowing your character i suck at combat if that hasn't been said already like I, three, i'm not good with seven. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Suck at <laughs> combat. I'm, I am no help in combat. I am a six. My character is like a six, seven, two hundred and fifty pound half orc rogue. So, uh, he's not quiet. So, kind of a crappy build, but it, it it's fine right now. But I I love the RP. So it's it's very much kind of like what you were saying, stepping in and out of what we're doing into voice. He's got a. A British accent. He's like an old guy. So I'll kind of explain that I'm okay. He's going to run over to the table and pick up this pen and make sure that he's writing. But I'll even do that while I'm, you know, my wife will come up and I'll be like, Oh, just go ahead and put the my son down for <laughs> bed. That'd be great.
4: <laughs> so it's
2: popping and out very well. Yeah, but uh,
4: sure.
2: the RP, I feel like in our show, there's some of those and Silas you can attest, hopefully, and it's not too annoying, but it's I'm very like lean heavy that way and they usually turn out, like, really good in our favor, except for that one time in town. But usually, that's where I I like to play the most. Um, you know, if you listen to all the greats, Pathfinder greats, Adventure Zone. Uh, oh, uh, goodness. Uh, Silas, help me. Who am I missing? Who's the one on White Glass, right Glass Cannon. Glass thanks. Cannon is the can yeah. path, yeah. path e?
3: pathfinder boys yeah. have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 We just lost 15
4: viewers. We lost um,
2: they they have those moments that like are always like, will you be listening? And it's like you're like kind of on the verge of tears because there's so much like into this, like there's so much invested into this. And so building up to those scenes, you know, I think I live for that. And thank God our DM like throws us a bone every once in a while to like what we like to get. But right now, yeah, we're in the middle of a, a pretty hefty dungeon and I am ze- zero help. Right
0: now, <laughs> <laughs> we have a question uh, in chat. What is a favorite moment in one of your shows that you've had? No spoilers.
1: So a favorite moment without spoilers.
0: Jake.
5: Okay, so when when I was reading through the Age of Ashes book, there were two characters that uh, the that, that they were going to come across, and. I was so excited because one of the PCs was going to have it was going to have a like like a connection with these with these two PCs or with these two NPCs. And I had practiced the voices. I knew exactly how I was going to do it. And it worked out so perfectly because I ended it on a cliffhanger. And then the next episode, it like like half of it was literally just role play with these characters. And everybody at the table was just laughing because everything fell in like a like a puzzle piece. And it was just so funny how well they meshed with these two NPCs. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I guess, I mean, it's, the episode's out, so I guess it's not necessarily like a spoiler. Um, but like uh, Kezra and Kezra the show, he gets some very devout followers and he treats them like absolute garbage, but they still love him anyway. <laughs> 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 and so whenever a role play comes up with them, I always make them just have like the most like pathetic and uh, and like unyielding fealty to him and it, and it always gets a laugh. So <laughs> inter, introducing these characters was just like one of my like most, most favorite moments.
0: <laughs> I love that honestly. John, do you have one?
6: Well, probably the most badass thing I've ever done. It's on one of our shows, but I won't tell you which one, so it's not technically a <laughs> spoiler.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I think the coolest thing I've ever done as a player was I pulled a mage as a fighter. Into his own flaming sphere and killed him with it. Nice. <laughs> that's insane!
4: Wow. Yep. And I was
6: I was a gnome
4: too. <laughs> <laughs> makes it all the more. <laughs> oh man!
6: As far as actual cool things I've done playing the game, that's probably about as cool as it's going to get for me. <laughs> I
3: like it. Silas, <laughs> so, do you have one? I have one. This was from the like the first version of the of the podcast we did. We were doing the Skulls and Shackles first Pathfinder first edition adventure path and um, at the great great AP it was awesome. It was was really fun. It was so so fun. fun. (laughs) We just did the first chapter, but one of our, one of our guys, Jackson, uh, he had this moment. Like there's at some point there's a storm on the, on the, you're on a pirate ship. Right. And, and, and there's a storm and, and uh, Jackson's character was this like halfling. Swashbuckler. Swashbuckler. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he had to like climb the rigging in a storm. It was like really intense And he like failed some like climb checks. He he was, it was really intense and he was like 30 feet up in the air. First level character. If he fell, he would die. He, He was high enough up that he was like, it was like, if he falls, he dies. And he, I can't remember exactly. Maybe he had like a hero point and he used one for something but it was super intense. and We were all just on the edge of our seats and then he like kept rolling these climb checks over and over again and just, just barely made it. And we all just like cheered and went
4: nuts. I remember that. <laughs> he was That's so awesome.
3: close yeah. to death. It was one of the most like intense D and D moments we'd ever had. And it was just like, it was a 44 drop at a level one character. Like when you put it very plainly, it's very boring, but <laughs> the, the context of everything. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's the, the mood. Like,
6: yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, Everything as exciting like, as yeah. you want to make it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: I feel like that's like the story of, of everyone trying to explain something that happened in their game to like anyone else but people at the table. <laughs> you know, like it was so cool and this happened and it was amazing. You just, you had to be there. And it was yeah. his father. Like we couldn't believe that it was his father, you know? Oh
5: and he was missing we a hands. hand now.
2: And he's missing yeah. a hand, which. <laughs> Totally, <laughs> totally leads into mine. Actually, it's another boat one. I'm still doing a little like homebrew for a couple people in my neighborhood. We haven't played since this whole thing started. We I pulled some characters. I can't even tell you their names now. I pulled some characters out of like the Forgotten Realms like lore, and pretty much put a captain of the ship that ended up getting his hand cut off by this other guy like actually in the lore and they lived that scene on the boat. So they were getting like boarded by another ship and it turned into this like one V one, the party was on a lower deck fighting a bunch of other guys and the captains were up top just fighting. And the ship was sinking. It was just getting riddled with cannonballs and it was on fire and they ended up, having to like like pretty much just grab like a couple of people like we got to go like the ship is going down they didn't put the they didn't bilge they didn't put the fires out they were just letting it go so i'm left one v one in these captains while they're like (laughs) getting in the boat and i'm just rolling both sides and um, as the ship was sinking underwater the good captain he had already gotten his hand cut off by this other guy the good captain went like, one last swing and miss, and the bad captain, as they're, like, in the water, just, like, runs his sword through the good captain's, like, lower jaw and ah. kills him, and then... Like, it, and it, that was it. They both just like crumpled into the sea and they both died. But Women it was a epic. very like cinematic, wow. like, mm-hmm. and the good captain loses, you know, <laughs> to the bad guy. It was Man.
6: crazy. And it was all just
2: dice rolls, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah,
6: but yeah, add, yeah. I, I think it's scientifically provable that it's one of the funnest places to fight in D&D is on a pirate ship. <laughs>
0: I just hate so that yeah, now. Sure. I don't think I've had that experience yet. I need that Oh, now. dude. Oh,
5: <laughs> pirate ship in a storm with a Kraken.
0: With a <laughs> yeah. the Kraken! But I just it. would have to have Pirates of the Caribbean music playing in the background. That would break the story. Well, that's required. So. It's, it's yes. the it's first required. thing you go for on YouTube. <laughs> yes!
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's required. You, you uh, get just, like, Davy Jones theme playing. Take plane. the L on the copyright strike. <laughs> yeah. You <Yeah>. just, <laughs> you bite the bullet. It's it's necessary. <laughs> oh, Disney man. can have
5: this money. This is well worth the emotions Absolutely. we're gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: Absolutely. Yeah. I think oh, I think so I funny. can
0: think of one pretty epic I don't think I can beat the storytelling that Zach has, but <laughs> I'm
4: sorry.
2: Uh, now I want to go play. I'm like see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <Super> pirates.
0: <laughs> now we're all hype like, oh let's play this. <laughs> <laughs> so this was actually a few episodes ago in the Time Has Passed campaign. unlike John, I, I said which campaign, sorry. <laughs> but Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Spoilers. So it was it was really intense because you know we were at a place where like story wise we we're between factions and we don't exactly know who to ally with so at the same time you know we don't know we don't want to make enemies yet of either side or anything like that so it was just a very like strategically and political tense couple of sessions at that point yeah. and we ended up in a giant encampment out in the middle of nowhere in the desert. And so we, and they nice enough to us and we're there, but we don't have most of our weapons for a lot of our players. And so we're like, okay, well, we're not in a good position, but oh, we need to steal something from them. No big deal.
4: <laughs> uh, so no. we're, we're these little people
0: in, there are fire giants walking around, there are stone giants, and there is one.
1: One storm no, giant. No,
0: stone giants, and then one big guy who's a storm giant as i enunciate <laughs> and they so we're like okay what what are we going to do we have you know and this is pathfinder so what spells you have were prepared you can only use a certain amount of time it was like really intense and and character player goes off and and hides during this one moment and dimension doors into the person's house to get this thing now he has right. no strength and this is a giant sized Place. <laughs> uh, so okay, sweet, we oh did boy. it. We have the spell for this. This is going to be amazing. He's in there. We're out. We have no idea what's going on. Oh God, we hope he makes it. In the meantime, he's making these ridiculous rolls. Like the amount of Nat twenties that night was absolutely
4: insane. <laughs> and we're like, oh Perfect. my
0: God, we got it. We're gonna get this thing. This is oh, I can't believe this is happening. He only had one dimension door. So how are you gonna get oh. out? We're like, oh, Oh, no. So then shit goes south pretty quickly. And it's this like standoff because nobody wants to start the fight, not even the giants, because they don't exactly know what's going on. So we're like, oh, this is really tense. We're all trying to like put together a story as to like we don't we don't know where he went. He's not one of ours. Where's what's going on here? Uh and like, you know, do we betray him? Do we save him? What's going on? (laughs) At one point he's on the roof and we're like, (laughs) what is like it was so intense and it ended with me kind of having to I'm trying I'm spoiling a little bit too much here, but like (laughs) it ended up with me like trying to play a con. And ended with him diving off the side of a cliff. You'll have to listen to see what oh, wow. It was oh boy, so wow. good.
4: Looking it <laughs> up, I'm doing it right now.
2: Gotta see what happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds oh, like some yeah.
2: fun
1: hijinks.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was intense. Kudos, waffles, for that intensity of the
4: stalemate. It was like
1: that was that was one of my favorite times that you guys made a decision that probably wasn't. It wasn't the brightest, but you could have gained a lot from it. You Mm -hmm. guys, basically, you go into this giant encampment, you know they're going to take your weapons. Mm -hmm. And you also know that two to three of them are vastly, they vastly outmatch you. Like, the storm giant likely could have taken all of you by himself. Yeah. And, like, you guys knew this from, like, rolls (laughs) and stuff. And you're, you're like, we need this. Let's go.
0: What could possibly go wrong? Famous. (laughs) Yeah.
5: uh, It's not like giants are dangerous or anything. What?
2: (laughs) But like, but like, screw you DMs who like hang the carrot and you're like, (laughs) you really going to fight him? Oh, that's so crazy.
0: Yeah. Particularly good at being like, look, this is the scenario. I don't have the answer for you. You guys have to figure it out. Like. You need this, but you can't get it. What are you going (laughs) to (laughs) do?
1: Absolutely. I looked it up for you. Episode title is Time for the Cliff Notes. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally taking notes. Uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) For our time has passed, because everything is time-themed, we are working really hard, and it's going to run out, I'm sure, really soon, to make each episode title a time pun of some kind. Like time or some version uh, yeah, of time yeah. has to be in there.
4: <laughs> <sighs>
0: the challenge. <laughs> I
1: won't I won't yeah. let it run out. We're in episode twenty eight and every episode has the word time in it, I think. So time or clock, I
0: think we, we slipped on clock once.
1: Clock that far, you know. Go uh, yeah,
5: twenty eight. I would yeah. have made ten, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh That's we're it. trying. Every every time we are uh, ready to release an episode, it's like a ten minute session on the computer, like scrolling through. Like, okay, hey, let's get some time puns <laughs> here.
4: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> gotta pride myself for my dad jokes. My favorite so far, though, is my extinction curse one. The it's a rat catastrophe I, was so I saw that. It's not my funny.
0: favorite. I hate it. <laughs> <Wonderful. laughs>
2: yeah, straight up, you're like, yep, they're low level. You just... <laughs> Rats. <laughs> uh, the yeah. small this little enemies snuck in, in there. But they're still like I mean, you know, you can yeah, make a rat battle pretty intense I, for
0: I'm pretty when you have sure 9 someone HP. went down. Like I'm not gonna lie. Uh, huh,
5: no joke. Oh yeah. <laughs> and in no our in no in uh, our five e game that John and I are in, we we have we have had like incredible luck fighting bosses and fighting just like, you know, like mini bosses are just like like creatures that you weren't exactly supposed to engage or whatever, and then rats rats have made us some of the most like, pathetic like like warriors. We're just like, how are rats dealing with us?
6: Yeah. I, my wizard has gone down to snakes and rats, and we have fought, like, four bosses. Yeah, yeah. I feel like
0: it... It has to do with the underestimating it. Like, like you are scared when it's a boss, when it's a, something big and threatening. You are like, "I'm gonna play this super safe because I can't risk it." And then you're like, "Oh, it's rats! Mm-hmm. I got this!" I
5: kick it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not casting my highest level spell on a rat. It's you're I'm right, just yeah. it's not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why as well,
3: might as well just use this sling that I have a plus one to? No, yeah,
2: um, exactly. Yep. So I will say mechanics wise for like second edition it's super easy to go down yeah like oh, so yeah. easy to oh, go down. That, with yes. the triple hits and stuff like no matter what just like using every action you yeah. can just get clocked like especially at uh, low levels we we actually recently had like a discussion after one of the episodes it's like why do we just go down every <laughs> fight Like <That's> <laughs> It's just, uh, and then we had a great one afterwards, but crazy right. how quickly you can get whacked in this this game.
0: Lesson learned, honestly, because in uh, Extinction Curse, it's a lot, it's our first experience in a Venture path versus Waffles' Homebrews, which I feel like we have gotten to like a familiar beat with Waffles' Homebrews in, in mm-hmm. terms of like CR level, but not in like a, a number way, but in just like a feeling it out way, you know what I yeah. mean? yeah, yeah. But Extinction Curse, you know, it's it's completely different and it's taking all of us off guard. We're like going into things in not the most ideal way, like a squishy character ends up being up front because, you know, I, I was a I'm a druid, so I went to go try to talk to someone in the forest and boom, like I get hit and I'm super squishy and now the And uh, that's it. That tank dwarf is super far away so it's going to take him like five turns to get up close to us because of how <laughs> slow he is like you know so we we have enough of those that we're like oh shit we can't we can't do this guys like we have to be a team let's get to get yeah. this formula right
1: <laughs> got another question in the chat what's everyone's favorite ap or homebrew game that they've ever played and why do you like it oh that's a good one I want to
2: hear Jake's answer because I feel like he is our resident D and D lore master.
5: Okay, so so my sister's thirteen, and so I was like, "Guess what you get to do?" <laughs> so so I wrote up a whole like homebrew <laughs> homebrew game for her and and my wife. And so what their whole their whole story is that they found evidence of this ancient bell that was supposed to be like this like holy artifact, and they found they found a hidden writing in this bard's music. And they were like, hey, we think this might be some evidence. Go look at it. it you know, th- so so they went and they researched it and they found out it was in this ancient city that was in it. It was sp- supposed to be like this oasis deep in the desert. So they have to go out of this deep dwarven city in the mines, march all the way across the country to the desert. And then they get to this oasis. And when they get there, they find out they, they see snake men or you And then they see these creatures called the Chavarca, which are like uh, which are like small, like mandrel apes, but they're sentient. Yeah, 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 they're very small monkey men. But mm-hmm. they were like they were like, "Oh, maybe we can talk to them." And turns out they're both evil cults that just want the area. <laughs> and so they're both like, "Do we side with one of them?" I'm like, "You can do what you want to do." I- <laughs> 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 <Wow>. <laughs> they're like,
3: "Great H- thinking." H-. Yeah, they were like,
5: they were like, what, uh, "What do we do?" And I'm like, "Well, they're both horribly evil." <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so you <laughs> pick one, right?
0: Yeah,
5: uh-huh. so, so so you pick one. So they they ended up going they ended up siding with, with the Traver call. Only because when they walked in, one of the charakau was going to be sacrificed by a snake man, and then and then and then they they had they had, uh some some more of them came in and saved their friend, and so they were like, yeah, we're against that too.
2: <laughs> we don't like sacrificing. <laughs> yeah,
5: Absolutely. we don't like sacrificing. Yeah. <laughs> so so I I just love throwing that throwing that that whole thing in like in, in in homebrew games where it's like, yeah, there's no like definite good way to go through this. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I like that a lot. I, I would say favorite AP,
2: again, pretty pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> Strahd is just really good. It's just very different, <laughs> I think, from most other APs that I've seen. I love Transylvania anyway, so that's, like, a very cool, like, I just got sucked into that. That's, like, a very, yeah. very fun AP to, to. It, like, to listen to even. Like, I just, like, I think it's such a fun little, like, atmosphere to play I think in. it lowers um, the
0: bar a lot to the atmosphere, like... You know, yeah, to newer DMs and things like that, like it helps you get into setting tones and atmosphere so much easier.
2: Totally, yeah. It it, would get, it definitely has like some training wheels on it, which is nice. Yeah, I will say, I I actually hate this AP, but there was something <laughs> they did in it which lent itself to a very cool character or a very cool uh, scenario. But Elemental Evil is like Princess of the Apocalypse is what it is. I did that one. That was one of my very first APs I ran. And they, they're they all set up the same. The, the reason it stinks so bad, I, in my opinion, I hope I'm not stepping on toes, <laughs> is every, every temple is pretty much the same. They pretty much just like reskinned it to be fire cultists, water cultists. And you just kind of play through the whole thing over and over again. But in most of the temples, there's like the guy in charge and then the front man who wants to like overthrow the guy in charge. Oh. And in one of the sessions that we played, they met the like the person who wanted to stab the leader in the back and pretty much bargained. This is just, I'm telling this cause it's Jake reminded me of something like this. Uh, it's very similar, but they bargained with the party. Like, Hey, if you guys help me overthrow this guy, I'll give you, I'll like make you second in command. And they're like, absolutely. Sounds good. And then they went and told <laughs> the, the leader, like, Hey, man, these guys are going to stab you in the back. (laughs) Just as they were telling him, the second-in-command walked in. She was a sea hag. She walked in with some other guards. And there was this very neat moment where the man in charge looked at them, and then the sea hag looked at them, and they had to choose... Who are you going to uh, take sides with? Like, nice. And they ended up helping the guy in charge. Good thing, too, because he freaking whomped them, like, the first <laughs> round. Like, destroyed the sea hag. It was not a problem. But Man. that those kind of situations, like Jake was saying, where it's like, well, pick a side. You know, like, th- that wasn't written the book. But but they got to decide that. And that is my favorite. So, great question. It adds such asked. a
0: layer. It's not hack and slash anymore. you got to make decisions.
2: Absolutely.
6: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyone else we, with the favorite
4: AP?
6: We have not gone through enough of Age of Ashes for me to know whether it's going to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. But it's so Jake cool. knows, even before Tui came out, and Age of Ashes was even written, I had a huge thing for Hell yeah, So dude. Yeah. Hell Knight, I was going to turn one of my characters in our first campaign into a Hell Knight eventually. We'll see. But the writing in the module so far has been really good. Obviously Jake knows more about it than me, but <laughs> but yeah i yeah
5: i've read I've read all the way through book two, and Amanda Hammond just kills it every single page she writes something some sort of description the the characters that the characters that she puts in she she does she does so much she puts so much into stuff that like after i I could actually read those things like a novel like they're they
0: you could that's just read them how you know that's really awesome yeah.
6: yeah, yeah, and a lot of what the stuff we've been doing currently in Age of Ashes have been kind of dungeon running. And I'd have a love hate relationship with dungeon runs, but exactly. it just feels like there's more. It there you never feel like you're just in a dungeon until the end of the yeah, dungeon. Right. The yeah. It there always feels like there's more going
4: on.
0: Is it uh, motivation or is it like like as you're running through the dungeon that you feel like your motivation is more than just clear out the dungeon? Or is it that even though you're clearing out a dungeon, there's like plot that is going on?
6: There is plot. Also, I kind of gave my character a bunch of other reasons to be there. Okay. So it's in the it's in the AP, but again, I kind of spice it up with the way I built my character. Um, since I can't say Age of Ashes is my favorite so far, I will say the first homebrew game I played with Jake, it's pretty tight, man. I'll tell you, that man can write. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's awesome. Silas? the The only adventure path that I played all the way through is still probably my favorite. Some of the guys were in the podcast now, uh, we had started it back, um, maybe, maybe almost four years ago now. Uh, we played Curse of the Crimson Throne, which is a first edition, uh, adventure path for Pathfinder. And a lot of it was, I, I know the way that, uh, Chance DM for that. And, and he, he does a really good job of bringing in a lot and like hyping up moments, but it was the whole adventure path was just like, one epic moment followed by like another epic moment and you go do this thing and they and it's and there's just this epic it was just all of these like huge moments that everything built up to and it was so cool they did such a good job with it i loved it it was really really fun yeah i would highly recommend it
0: i actually should be taking notes but i'll I'll take notes when i (laughs) re-listen because i uh (laughs) don't i haven't played through many aps at all honestly like i mentioned earlier like i think i started i mean time flies i wanted to say a year ago but i think it's it's been two years or if not more three i don't know two to three which is still not very much of playing and so it was like me and my my best friend from high school were like i want to play D. let's figure out how to do this and like we bought it all and tried to figure it out ourselves and we grabbed some friends and we're like all right we're making something up and then i i started curse of strahd as a dm at the time and just through like life and stuff like that i ended up having to move and we never like finished it so half gone through that as a gm never a player and extinction curse is the first ap that i played through as a player but i will say for homebrew waffles i think is an amazing amazing gm and he has some really really cool ideas there is one uh homebrew campaign that he uh the plane campaign as we we call it uh i don't know if that's the official um he's running it it is okay (laughs) he's running it (laughs) for the uh the second time with me as a player in person which is currently kind of half on hold but you know the second one is all the more
1: Hold Straight on. Him. Just uh just to clear it up a little bit. I'm running it for the second time. First time she's played it. Just yeah, I was sure like I've never heard of people playing. No, Yeah. No, no. it, it kinda <laughs> ran on there. I just yeah, wanted to make sure that got out there.
0: Separate sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's my first time playing it, but like I've heard stories of like the other players because we're all like in the same circles and they, they tell me moments from it and you know, I get to that similar scene where I'm like oh this is the this is the book they're talking about and it's obviously completely different when we play it but honestly like the flow of that campaign and the investment in it is like shoots off right from the start and i love how invested everybody is in it and how like how it's been taking off and i'm super excited because i have never gone through the different planes and it's the plane campaign spoiler uh so i'm really excited (laughs) to i think that's so far been my my favorite although i love all of the homebrews that he does
1: (laughs) yeah as a player that has as a player, I've ninety 99% of my time. Uh, as a person who has been in feel. D&D and tabletop playing games since I was like 14, I got to play about three months and then basically didn't get to play anymore for a little while and then I took up GMing because I could never find any more games to play in, as so many do. Yep. I can say that Extinction Curse is the first AP I've ever run now, so after about what 15 years i'm running my first ap and then the plane campaign would be my favorite homebrew with time has passed coming up quite quick plane campaign only because like her i have loved all of the planes and that's it's a D 5e campaign and it mm-hmm. goes from the Feywild wild to the shadow plane to the elementals to everything it's it's so fun the first time I ran at my party, TPK'd at level 11, so yep. ripped them. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh,
0: man. Hate, I'm not mad. That's why I get to play. See it. <laughs>
4: uh, I mean, you hate
1: to see it, but you got to be thankful because we might not be podcasting if they didn't TPK that, honestly.
4: That is
0: true. That is true. That's how it goes, you know?
1: I feel like um, it's super
2: hard to TPK in D- in 5e. Like, they, uh, that's crazy they that they actually
1: did. <laughs> Yeah, they without (laughs) spoiling too much, one of their lesser fighting NPCs got captured, and then one of them also had a tie to this evil guy's mansion, and besides making a great plan or attempting to sneak in, they decided to bust in through the front door. Ah, that'll that'll do it. It's their own fault. You hate to see it. (laughs) It's a rather strong (laughs) wizard's mansion, so... (laughs)
0: We have an additional question. Let me scroll up to find it, because I liked yeah. it. Waffles, oh, yeah. do you remember what it was?
1: I do. What is the last random character you rolled up that you know you'll never play? Oh,
2: yeah, that's a great one.
0: Waffles, come on. Forever GM. Kick it off.
1: Yep, I will start it off. His name was Nicholas. Uh, she knows him, because Nicholas we played him recently. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I made no, that up. He, he, was a, he was a without... <laughs> Without going too deep into detail and spoiling a lot, he was a half elf that ended up. I think we were we were what like five sessions in, and he we did it through a text based game, and he had finally had his big moment where he overthrew some of the the local lords and stuff where basically a lot of the town was in slavery, and then i he was a very charismatic person, so I had him get up disguised in this Purple robe, and he basically started a cult of his own. Was he was so like, good. "Yeah, this is the color of freedom. We're gonna break free!" And he incited like a riot and a <laughs> cult that It was that just a chaos him.
4: inducer. It was amazing. Yep, and then we
1: <laughs> never so played funny. again. The way I did though
0: was so tactful with the text base because we. It was sometimes we did sessions in voice, but it was like a lot of it was a West Marches style, so a lot of it was in text we would like change your nickname on discord to not be your character. So the other players in the game weren't sure if they, he was just playing an NPC for the DM or if it was actually his character, but it was (laughs) so good because they were just like, wait, and in character, started trying to find this random other person and going to Nicholas and being like, "Have you seen this person? No, no idea."
4: <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good.
1: Love I will him. say, That's for a guy character that I will never play again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> a character to
6: do that, instant legend.
4: <laughs> <laughs> instant oh yeah, legends. yeah, yep. hundred <laughs> percent. It was so good.
6: <laughs> so, how about you guys? I feel like
2: Silas, you're a big guy. You yeah, you make a I... lot of characters.
3: <laughs> I do. I have so. I have, I, I, the first thing, anytime I, I like, I'm playing on a new system, I'll find an Excel version of it or, or Google Sheets version of it that someone's put online for character sheets. I'll just have that in, in my like files. And then they'll just be copies of that dozens of times of like this character for this I love character making characters. I make them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites was a, it was for Pathfinder first edition. I made this, uh, he's a Tengu, so like a little crow person you fighter that used this like i took i had to do a bunch of just weird stuff to make it work it was all what you can do in pathfinder first edition you just you you can be really complicated and just fit all the puzzle pieces together anyway he had this like tower shield that was way bigger than he was and he also had a halberd which is also just bigger than he was and so he would <laughs> just like he would just like hunker down behind his little wall and he would just like poke people from like everywhere and like, i come in and, and you know you just and it was so it was like the would it be the I'm and not like as big of a combat person in d and I was so excited to do combat with that character and I never got to use it. It's going to <sighs> be so much fun.
4: Oh, <laughs>
3: uh, it was all centered around just the goofiest looking fighter I could possibly make.
2: So on brand for Silas. It is. He's I love like, making. Let me just find weird rules. Yeah. <laughs> to... <laughs> yep. I, I have one. Yeah. I have one. If it's no your... one else does. Last guy that I rolled up for a one shot, um, I have a group that it was our first campaign that I ever ran. I was all online, and I rolled a a Goliath Bard named Skeechi. I, I wrote it down. I don't remember <laughs> how, how I how I wrote his name, how it was spelled, but he was like pretty much uh, Rafiki, honestly. Like if you can, oh nice. wow, <laughs> like, like an Islander with a a little loot. He did have a loot. Uh so that's pretty funny. Call back to earlier tonight. And uh, I forgot what a weapon he had, but it had a name. The name of I remember the name of the weapon was vludarchik Yeah, his his voice it was just super fun to play a character who was Rafiki. And I don't even know if I could pull the voice out now that I'm trying to like recall how I did it. But he would just be like, Where's the gold? You know, and and very like <laughs> over the top like, oh yeah, we'll help you out, no problem. But uh <laughs> always asking for a little bit more so almost like a rogue trope like mixed in with the bard but su- super fun support character you know I've never played a bard up until that point but a giant <laughs> islander rafiki slash i mean he was like the size of the guy from moana uh maui oh, and, oh yeah yeah, like, just, I just like, why
0: I does do, every TTRPG talks know. conversation roll back to Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I'm just, I, this is a yeah, weird true. trend. <laughs> I Continue. It
6: it's not a trend, it's nature. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we made a pact that at some point he's going to have to play in a campaign, a one shot of some kind Always. with one of us. So we're just going to keep going.
4: Yeah, perfect.
6: Yeah, mine, and Jake will remember this one because this was a very special one-shot because it was one of our players, his bachelor party. We all just got oh, yeah. together and started playing yep. d Only me and one of the groomsmen had played d d before. And this was a level 10 one-shot. Oh, no. Wow.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell the story after he, yeah, yeah.
6: <laughs> so this character, I took very great inspiration from Monster Hunter, and I made oh, yeah. a gun tank, a gun tank. So he was a gun lance-wielding, half dragon uh his name was Sloan Bad Ma. <laughs> <It> was just <laughs> it was the first time I played a character with an a c that high his a c was around thirty four I think it was just absurd it yeah. was absurd yeah wow. now i had a i really didn't do much damage though that was like the give and take it was just fun
5: yeah yeah the uh so our our timmy the the, the guy who plays the cleric on on the dragon punch squad when he was getting married. We were like, all right, what do you, what do you want to do for a bachelor party? I was like, we'll take you out anywhere. We'll do whatever you want. We will make sure you don't remember the night. All right. Well. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, I think I just want to play D&D for 12 hours. I was like, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. <laughs> so so I spent like a month writing up a whole campaign where uh, he was playing a character that was getting married. And the that's wizard so that was fighting cool. the fireworks was, was just disappeared. <laughs> turns out he teleported away into a, a into a volcano where fire giants were and they took him hostage and so i was like all right y'all are playing level 10 characters and this is what happens and they were like we're fighting fire giants i was like they're going to hurt <laughs>
4: <laughs> Damn, man
5: it was it was the most fun, and that, I, I think that was the biggest party I ever ran, and the longest I ever ran, and it was incredible. It was so much fun. I Way
0: think it was to throw, like throw them people into people. the fire, no pun intended.
5: <laughs> it was oh, one quick. of them did get pulled into the lava. Oh, yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah I, I told him, I was like, look, I'm sorry, buddy, this is the first time I've ever rolled 20d6. <laughs> you
0: but I'm gonna made that it. whole one <laughs> shot just for that, admit it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, I I made a creature that literally pulls people into lava. I was hoping for
4: it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: You um, when it comes to characters that I'll never play again, another gaming gaming group that that I met I met in my high school days. We we were playing through Pathfinder Society as well. This is all first edition though, and I made a character that was a uh, he was a half orc slayer. Slayer is the uh, rogue fighter, sort of like a uh, rogue ranger, uh, like like sort of like just uh, class, but he he was. His bluff it was just was just way too high. So he would lie about literally everything. And he was played by Larry David. So <laughs> I would do the Larry David voice in like every confrontation. And so the first encounter was great because we go up and there are these Ulfin Viking guys that that took over this house and they're holding somebody hostage. And so we walk up and I was like, oh my god, there's fighting. No. And I would run. <laughs> But but I bluffed just so I could get around to get the sneak attack in. And so the two other people uh, I were with was like, did he just run? <laughs> <laughs> and so I even made like a custom character sheet for that guy. And he was so much fun to play because they were like, we can never rely on you except for three rounds later. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Coming back I mean,
0: now.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
5: Oh, man. We
4: um, did a,
3: uh, for the, when we were getting, when we were gearing up for, to do the podcast, none of us had played second edition of Pathfinder yet. It had just come out. And so we did uh, like a level one through four thing that they had come up with. And I loved all of the characters we came up with were throwaway characters, which was a shame because they're all really great. Yeah. But I played this. This, this little old man gnome. His name was Schmebulock. and he and but he was actually just a swindler and a thief in a pickpocket. Oh, and and he would buy I had him buy they went into the store right at the beginning and there were these there's a theme in the town, it was all like parsnips, that's all they had to grow were parsnips or something, and they had parsnip candy <laughs> and uh, and he bought some parsnip candies and then he would go every person he met, he would like to try and like win them over. I made these candies this morning. I'm gonna give one just for you because you're special. And he would just lie. I and mean, he just lied all the time. That was my. That was the most fun role playing I think I've ever had. This it was is always throwaway.
0: Making me want a one shot with everyone here to make these characters like please. We,
5: <laughs> it we was have- a. We we've thought about the idea of having guests on our Pathfinder Society games. I'm just throwing, I'm oh, just throwing it out, yeah. there. just throwing it they out.
2: did the same. That'd be so <laughs> fun. <laughs> so just funny. like having having someone come in and play a like character on the AP and like give them the kind of like restrictions, but they're yeah. still like a character. It'd be so yeah. Cool. Yes. I
1: love That's that. what I have been wanting to be. Like, all right, here's your character for time has passed. But, you know, like, when it's your baby and you have to trust that person to play in that restriction, <laughs> it's so hard to make the jump. You
4: know? yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> true.
1: Homebrew, I couldn't
2: imagine doing that.
4: Yeah, yeah it's, it's rough. But uh, I
2: would say, we'll say that, that Silas... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would say oh, every, every episode, Shmebulok would be, like, throwing people candy. And it just... <laughs> at the end, it was... We would let him do it, but it was just so like, we're like, yeah, he didn't make the candy. You know, he got them <laughs> from the barkeep like 20
3: feet away. He's lying. He's lying <laughs> to you. He's lying. Or he'd just be like, <laughs> oh, okay. Or, or they would just be like, oh, she's just a silly old man. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he's actually just it's stealing dementia. from them behind their <laughs> just, backs. Exactly. Did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He played when, the when, dementia card.
5: When, when, you, oh, when, you had said, when you had said the concept for that character, I remember way back when, when I was watching like Jackass on MTV, and uh, Johnny Knoxville, it, it might not have been Jackass, but he had the thing where he he would play the old man.
2: Oh, bad grandpa! Bad,
5: bad grandpa. grandpa! Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it, it, it might it might have been before the movie, uh, before the movie came out. But I remember yeah. there, there's this there's one episode where he goes into a, like like a like a Seven Eleven or convenience store, and he just starts like shoving things into his shirt, <laughs> and so he, and so he just has like all of this stuff like in his in his collared shirt. yeah oh yeah yeah like his guts you know like a foot out from his from his abdomen and so and so the the storekeeper comes up and is like what are you doing you're stealing he's like no it's all me it's all me So they like rip his shirt open. it's all—it's my gut. I'm fat. (laughs) I I, I, I can't. Hey, this is this is nice. this is so they rip his shirt open and they start taking out like bag chips and bananas and like all this stuff. And then they like get him out and like as they're pushing him out the door, he's like still taking stuff off the (laughs) racks. It's like
2: two handfuls in runs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like
5: and and, you know and and at one point he was just like I'm old.
2: That oh, actually is very fitting for Shmebulok. That yeah. was his whole <laughs> shtick. was just like, oh, they don't harm a little old man. <laughs> just a please. little old
3: man. Just leave me alone, please.
2: And as they oh, turn around, I pick their pocket. Every time.
0: I'll be honest. I don't think I have one up to snuff like in my one-shot characters. Only because, I, I don't know. I can't compete. The only one we did was for... Um, the only boat thing that I have played, but it was, like, a, a one-shot, like, one session, not even, like, the full thing. Um, mm-hmm. It was, like, half-tied to a different campaign. But we had to play, like, just any seafaring people. Uh, Waffles has the better one of the two that we made. But
4: <laughs> <laughs> fucking love him.
1: I forgot uh, about that character. Yeah. so. <laughs> I,
0: I was, like, really, we were... St- starting the podcast we were like super busy i was like i don't have fully the time to invest in like making a a whole thing so mr gibbs i am playing mr gibbs this is what's happening so i just played a uh i think it was like a drunk monk I think...
5: Oh, Drunken Monk, wow. Yeah,
0: I don't remember that goes, if that's what that I think. That goes back. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Yeah, but I was just like... I was made everybody super mad because everybody thought I was joking, but I didn't have time to think of a different character name, so I just named myself Mr. Gibbs, and my token was
6: Mr. Gibbs, and I was like, no, I'm just Mr. Gibbs. Mr. Gibbs. <laughs> no, <I am> just... <laughs> Hey, I respect that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Who I am. Yeah,
4: but uh,
0: (laughs) he played a kenku waffles, but he decided to be a parrot. It was oh, that's awesome! That's That's super fitting. Yeah, that's so good. He rolled the worst, and he went. And I loved it. it. I was so happy. Oh yeah! My
1: total, my total for the roll was like sixty-one, and I was so happy. Beautiful man. (laughs) 61. I ran around, my my kinku was like the cook on the ship. <laughs> his name was Clicker, so he just walked around at the beginning, he was like
0: We had a little too much fun on the <laughs> We just going.
1: <laughs> And his weapon of choice, I already had it pre-planned, uh, if we got into a fight, but he grabs the uh, the pizza pan like the, the pizza flipper, so you know, like the pizza uh, paddle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He the just paddle, walks yeah. around yeah. and whacks people with it. And I rolled so many nat 20s, too. Like, he was such a shit character. But, yeah. man, Incredible. oh, man. Incredible.
6: Was, I was predicting you were going to say soup ladle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the cast
2: but, iron pan or something. Is it Dark yeah. Souls too,
5: John? <laughs>
6: because he had
0: such low intelligence, though, he gave himself the handicap with the uh, the Kenku phrases. And I think, what was it? Like a six or something?
1: Yeah. I, I could have six phrases at a time, and if I learned a new one, I had to forget one of the old ones. So he just <laughs> said this thing,
4: six. Amazing. Over and over again. So oh, good. so good. so fun. <laughs> yeah, he
0: beat that, but you know.
6: <laughs> then when it get to a point where you have so many good phrases, it's like a Pokemon team. Yes. we got to get another right of one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get rid of f off, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. So I gotta make sure we get this question in. Where did you guys like where was the idea, where did it all come from that you started podcasting? That's
5: true. Like, uh, I have a very uh,
6: short answer because it was all that guy. Not me. Yeah, it was it's on me,
5: yeah. <laughs> I'm the I'm the I'm the ideas guy and then I usually I usually text my brother-in-law Kelly and be like is this a good idea and he'll be like yeah and he'll go no <laughs> so um, perfect yeah so uh so we had um I mean you know we have been playing since uh I've been it's even Mary, okay, so probably about like eight or nine years or so we've been playing, um, you know, and we we had we had tried to, we, we did one podcast for a little while, um, and it it was very low quality, uh, you know, I put as much work into it as I could, but we literally had like a mic in the middle of the table, and I was just like, you know what, with second edition coming out, the brand new AP, we mm. just got all this new equipment, I was like, let's just start fresh. Let's mm-hmm. start fresh. Let, let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's, you know, make up new characters. You better give me a four page backstory for each of them. I'm not taking any less. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, and then um, I got my, my wife is an amazing artist. And so I was like, Hey, I, I want you to design a logo. I don't know what it'll be yet. We got a few ideas, but I was like, I want you to design it. And then uh, I'll explain the name. So we had, we, we have like a Google drive. Where we just like throw up throw up our ideas and everything like that. And so we literally had like fifty different names that we were like going back and forth on. I told them all to vote on which ones they wanted and we pulled out of a hat. And we had all these different names up and a lot of them were good. And then the day we sat down to record, Timmy and Kelly were just like Hey, so we were talking about names and we think we got one. And I was like, all right, well, let's have a big discussion. I want to have like a debate. Maybe we get a little angry at each other about it. And then, <laughs> and then Timmy and I was like, so talk about it there. And then Timmy was like, what about the Dragon Punch Squad podcast? And everyone agreed at once. Yeah. <laughs>
6: well, kind of an easy one.
5: Well, yeah. We yeah, we were like oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll just throw these 50 names down because that one's good. All right. <laughs>
6: <Just> <laughs> delete
0: <laughs> that list.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of all the 50, I think there were two names I liked. And then Tim just dropped that. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, Silas can speak. He's brought it up a few times. There's definitely a a show that uh, Silas Chance, Ronnie, and Jackson had before. Were you guys still in college? Right? Yes,
3: we were. We, yeah. we had been doing a campaign that was not a podcast. And then Chance, if I'm remembering right, Chance wanted stuff. Chance was a PR major and he needed stuff to like build his portfolio. He's like, oh, oh that's we right. D&D. <laughs> and he's like, we could just record it. I could just, I wanted to get a like a mic anyway. And so we got, it's uh, homework. We, did we did it in my parents' basement. Uh, every week and uh we just uh sat around a table down there and recorded we probably did like uh, i was like 12 episodes It was the first chapter of skulls and Chapters. and that's and that was called the honor roll because we were also in school hey. uh, yeah. oh that's a good
5: one that's a, that's a yeah, good one. i like that i like that, that.
2: <laughs> every every episode was named whatever they were facing it was like marine biology when they were like catching fish oh, and like, like, so everyone cute. was like a subject
4: <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
2: some so of them really were like fun. i don't even know what that word is like it was some <laughs> super they did a good job but chance would call me after they would release i think he called like three or four people And it was pretty much his routine just to be like so what'd you think hey did you listen yeah. yet you know and just like get that feedback i'm sure everybody has their couple folks they talk to like he started talking about starting fresh and doing something different after they kind of wrapped their whole thing, and I don't want to say that I totally begged to be part of it. <laughs> did <laughs> very much did. I just thought it was great. Like I love the the way that he DM'd, and I love the even the quality. Like slowly got better. You know, if you've done multiple different shows, you slowly like yep. add on. Like mm-hmm. oh yeah. have music now we have sound effects, whatever. So they had already kind of built. Like, how, they knew how to do it now. And that's when, you know, we all kind of sat down, eventually played that one. We played Plaguestone. Um yeah. I know a lot of people started out with Stone, But it was very cool. I felt like I was sitting around the table with, like, King Arthur's men, like, sitting down for the first time. like, <laughs> I get to play on this show. The I- name name came from the alignment chart yeah and you know it was like well we're not chaotic good lawful good we're basically good people yeah yeah. (laughs) really gives us a lot of gray area
3: just some pretty shoddy stuff i think that's
0: amazing i like that
3: (laughs) zach you you might not realize this but on the other side chance would we would release an episode you would listen to it chance would call you and and then and she'd be like I talked to Zach and Zach said this. And I thought that was a super cool idea. And, and so I, I had met Zach in person, but I knew, like, I knew, I knew a lot about you and how I had a lot of respect for you. And we had the conversation at one point. Chance, it might have been, uh, he might have presented this his idea. I'm not sure. But she was like, what if we like added another person? And, and my first thought, and I'm sure maybe other people's first thought were like, Ugh, I, don't, I don't know. He was yeah. like, Zach. And all of us were like, nope, yep, Zach's in. Oh my gosh,
4: that's, <laughs> that's so just, It
3: was the easiest yes. Uh, like I was so excited because of all of the chance. And Chance would call you every time. Zach had this idea. and I thought that was awesome. And then it was like, oh, Zach's going to come on. And Zach has all these amazing ideas. Zach seems cool. <laughs> we were yeah, all yeah, really excited about I'm Zach a fake cool. character.
2: <laughs> I'm just <laughs> a fifth ghost member. But <laughs> that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. A little trivia for everyone. Yeah.
0: Zach, but I don't know, know what you're... What your Twitter tagline like at is, but you should just change it. Like, oh, Zach's cool.
6: <laughs> Zach's, <laughs> Zach's cool guy. Oh, sex cool. Zach's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's compared to our podcast. We never had any of those questions because we have been in the same group for so many years. We're yeah. pretty much all related to each other.
5: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, my, my Mark on Mark, the guy that plays Oakwood on our podcast, is the only one not related to the rest of us.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I feel
2: like
0: I that you- guy. Yeah, I heard you, you know. mention earlier that you were all <laughs> yeah. like brothers of some kind. So I was like, oh, well, like there's like a group there. That's awesome.
6: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or brothers brothers-in-law and a guy we consider a brother anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah. <There you> <laughs>
6: That's dope. Yeah,
3: we we what all about, live in the same town, went to the same high school, same college, and then Zach Azar included Person, as
2: it's so i'm from portland oregon i went to college from Arkansas, at the same yeah. school <laughs>
3: yeah. like just the uh,
2: the black sheep but happy to be here regardless yeah. so awesome. what about you guys how did you i mean you kind of yeah. have sprinkled that in there have you shared that already on episode one how kind you guys of,
0: got yeah, started I mean, as a show we're happy to sprinkle it in again
4: Waffles.
1: yeah so basically I'm going to do the quick version and then I'll shoot it over to her to how the group came together as a whole. But as a podcast, I had always wanted to stream basically my whole life. I grew up with video games like my dad got me a Super Nintendo when I was five, like to play Mario with him. And so like I just grew up with video games. They've been my escape and I had always wanted to stream. But while I was in the military, like there's no real option to stream there and make a real pass at it. Finally got settled down after the military. She moves here. I'll let her explain that side of the story. But she's like, I mentioned it one day, and she's like, oh, yeah, let's do it. So we get into streaming. The gaming's like, it's fun, but it's not really going like we want it to. And I throw it out. I was like, well, we play Pathfinder like two times a week. Why don't we stream that? And so we're sitting here. We're streaming Pathfinder. We're having a lot of fun with it, getting through the technical difficulties. And I'm on Reddit one day just posting like something that happened during the session and somebody replies with, "Well, I can't catch live streams. Do you guys podcast? I'll listen." And then it was, it was like right then. It was like, "Okay, like that's yeah. happening, now. We're podcasting now, too." And I was like, "Man, we got to make a podcast now." <laughs> yeah. You just need that one
3: person that believes in you, and you'll yes. just go to all, all it necessary was. to make it work.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was. It was something like he was like, uh, "I caught like 15 minutes of it, but I can't. There's no way I can make all of them." Are you guys on YouTube? Do you podcast? And it was over since then. But as we far as the group, now. I'll let. I'll
0: exactly. Let her Quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quickly, from from <laughs> my side of things, though, uh, you know, my friend group back home. I have a really good friend from high school. Known each other for over ten years, and we would like just do everything together back back in my hometown, and we would always joke about like we're hilarious and we really need to do like YouTube videos or something because we're just (laughs) nonsensical talk because, you know, we just always hype each other up. But in, and for her, you know, it was very like joking. Like it was just, yeah, we're hilarious, but come on. Cause we just, we're just constantly snarky commentary about everything, you know, typical. But for me, I was like, but I think that if we actually were to do something, we could do it. Like, I just needed that that like second step of like well I've always it's always been there in the back of my mind and then I met waffles through D and D actually through the West Marches um, right when I was moving across the world and I still moved across the world I moved to Israel after uh, we started talking and I lived there for about half a year um, with my family because my family's from there and he convinced me to come back. (laughs) and so you know i was i was east coast and now i'm i'm somehow in minnesota but it's been super awesome and then when i when i came here i was getting settled and he was like mentioning that i was like no but like i'm tired of everybody having these thoughts of like oh yeah i could do something like this and not actually do it let's just try it let's just do it and so we did and then that was that was fun from there <laughs> i was always known as revika by the way he's just been known forever as waffles and i as previously mentioned love real grade a dark amber maple syrup <laughs> so i was like all hey, hey, we're waffles We're going
2: have syrup. to get you some
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she coming. she's been into the graphic design and all that stuff. So she branded us um, as Waffles Maple Syrup. The WMS podcast is just kind of under that brand. We'll eventually do all kinds of other stuff. As far as the whole group, Carrick and Varso were two of my players in the playing campaign, and then everyone else that has been part of the group. They kind of we all met in the, that West Marches game she's talking about, and we just picked players and now we're we're kind of a main friend group i would say we've been friends for about two years online and we kind of decided to take up the mantle of producing a podcast producing a stream remotely because Mm. no one else really does that it has so many problems with it and it's so hard to do (laughs) but we're taking up that mantle and i like to think we're giving some people hope of like well, if all of your friends are in Florida, New York, California, like try
4: it. Like, Alabama. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh no, it, and it was a huge learning curve, which is always a slight concern in the back of my mind like you listen to. We like we said we were we were streaming or we were playing uh Pathfinder 2e and then decided to start streaming it. So technically we started streaming on session 6. But yeah. even and we we you know, we have like a, a intro jump to to get everyone up to speed and everything, but like if you look back to the audio quality, oh my god, of like us <laughs> still just like not knowing what we're doing, we're streaming and we're putting into podcast form. Oh my god, it, it makes me cringe. Uh, he's the one that mostly <laughs> audio edits, so he gets to listen to it more than I do. But I always worry. I'm like, we're so much better now. Like this is like a brand new mic, I swear. <laughs> like, let give us a second
1: chance. <laughs> yeah, we're worried about those people coming in on the first episode and being listening for five seconds and be like. No. Nah, no thanks. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, with the I first version it. of of our podcast, the the honor roll, the second episode, we had. I think I think this is what happened. The there were headphones plugged into the laptop, and it took the audio from the headphones instead of the microphone,
4: and it just <laughs> sounds
3: like a garbled, like tin can <laughs> oh, noise. Oh man! And it was man. our second episode. Everyone who we told, like, yeah, you should listen to the podcast. Okay, the second yep. episode is really bad. Just like power <laughs> it's Always that it. disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> better from there. Yeah, like, just just kind of just just power through the second episode, and it all gets better. I promise. I <laughs> we just was... have to. Every time we said the, the podcast to a new person, really, just yep. get past the second.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we we were still with OBS, and, like, on my computer, I, like, would have the last thing select was I unmuted us, and then, like, if I hit spacebar, I would just mute us for, like, ten minutes of conversation. There would be no audio. Oh. <laughs> like, it was oh. so bad. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. I figured it nightmare. out over
1: time. <laughs> oh, we figured it no. out eventually, and this is all coming from, like, again, we had never streamed before, never... Work super technical. I had never touched an audio editing software, and now uh, that's all like self-talk crap. Man, oh man. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah I, man. I all I do is I pull Earth. in. I,
0: I have a bachelor's of science in graphic design. Don't ask why it's science, uh, but but I, cool. I study graphic design, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so I'm like, well, at least at least that I know is relatively professional. The rest we just gotta hope for the best. But this, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm actually gonna piggyback off this so prior to this, I was in the military as a nuclear engineer. What did all you guys do before you started podcast? Or still do, I should say.
5: I I mean, we're not going to top nuclear engineer. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
1: No (laughs) way.
6: Can we just skip this? Uh.
1: (laughs) No, no, we don't want to top. I actually want to know about you
4: guys.
6: (laughs) Well, I uh, currently work at a buddy's uh, signage shop. Um, We do a lot of lettering and things like that. But before that, for about the past seven, eight years, I worked at the plant health industry. I was a plant health care specialist for Bartlett Tree, ex- tree Experts for a number of years. My buddy at the sign shop just offered me more money. So if you have any problems with your shrubs, I can probably help you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny.
6: I mean, nice.
1: as a nuclear engineer, I think that sounds cool as heck. So <laughs> <laughs> but
6: Spraying hundreds of gallons of toxic chemicals gets old.
0: Yeah. I mean, what do you do now, Waffles,
1: though? So now I'm a uh, refinisher. Basically, we go in and spray toxic. porcelain and polyaspartic and epoxy coats on, like, counters or floors or bathtubs. Oh, and yep. They're yeah. all toxic. <laughs> yeah. Super toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Very toxic. <laughs> Living
6: life Everyone on have edge. a
0: toxic-themed uh, job now.
6: <laughs> I
0: don't.
4: <laughs> I do not.
6: Fun, fun fact, even with my huge, uh, like, good amount of experience in uh, the forestry industry and nursery plant healthcare, never played a druid.
5: Wait, how sweetly! So funny. We tell them all the time. Like John, I, I, you would literally top me on like on like tree knowledge. I just like you would ask me, and I'd be like, I don't know, dude. A, a pine.
6: That's your thing.
5: <laughs> this
2: tree
6: oh, should Jake. have a branch. It's got pointy the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> these are these trees, Jake. They shouldn't be leaving right now. This is bullshit. on am not <laughs> <laughs> Broken world, unplayable. <laughs> GG. Next version. <laughs> yeah. What
0: about you, Jake?
5: So I'm a project coordinator for a fiber engineering firm in the Washington Baltimore area. So my job is pretty much Yay. calling to see if people will let us in to bring them amazing fiber optic internet. Most of the time, they have no idea what I'm calling about. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a pretty it's it's a pretty just like you know finance Excel heavy job, but you know what one one of the advantages at at least to, and, and for me is that I get to work from home right now while I'm like waiting for people to call me back or, you know, I've kind of like done my work for the day. I'm like, cool, time to edit the podcast, <laughs> you know, yeah. on my lunch break. <laughs> so, you know, the, it, it it's a pretty, you know, numbers heavy job, but you know, I, the people that I work with are really nice. And uh, one of the guys I actually work with is on the Laugh finder podcast, if you've heard of them. And uh, he's, he's a professional comedian too. So, so Whoa. there was one time <laughs> that he was like, he was like, Hey, do you want to be a guest on the podcast? So I was like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. That's huge. So, that's awesome! amazing.
5: So, so yeah, well, while well, the job itself is is pretty lackluster and pretty boring, my wife hates it when I when I'm like talking to talking to my project manager about stuff. The people that I work with are incredible. They're all a bunch of big anime nerds and stuff like that. It's it's a lot of
4: fun. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's awesome. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach,
5: it's super funny. My character like
2: lends itself to my job. Like that's why I can do <laughs> like I enjoy playing my character. Also cool Baltimore DC I was just there I used to live there I lived there for a hey. few like years it was in Fairfax nice um, Virginia <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> DC I work in a for like a home health agency I'm a um, pretty much like sales rep guy they they use the phrase sales I don't like that very much but it's like business development so I'm out I meet with like case managers and hospital work, doc, doctors sometimes schools uh, pretty much anywhere where like Kiddos with pretty hefty diagnoses of with trachs ventilators that are still going to school. We hire nurses to make sure that they can still go and go to school, you know. And the nurse can take care of them while they're while they're at school. So I wow. deal with insurance companies. It's 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 kind of a cool thing. Like on paper, it's pretty boring. Like the the kind of work I do most of the time is pretty paperwork heavy. But when I get to go like visit patients, that's really neat. That's a pretty cool thing. But I do definitely like. They run us through the same like sales classes that a lot of people go through when they sell washing machines, and so it's kind of like uh,
0: it's not my so character.
2: <laughs> yeah, like my character in in our current campaign is like an ex banker, so like he's like very <laughs> like oh, let me talk to you about uh, you know I'll walk you through if you want to know what a real good deal. Is. Like you know, so I'm doing like everything that you're trained not to say, but yeah. people still like associate that with sales. So uh it's pretty funny to you do can, that. You can but. live
0: vicariously through like <laughs> <the cool> things I <laughs> <you> can't <laughs> say. Trashy, exactly, like like trashy
2: <laughs> ways of selling things, and yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, I've been doing that since I graduated school. I've been ran an office in DC, and then I moved up here to Western New York now, which is where we've kind of settled as a family and to get back to family. Um, and I, I kind of, kind of took a step down, but the cost of living here is also yeah. Jake. So sorry about that cost of living, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a I feel a that lot. by the
0: way, going from Israel to Aviv specifically, which is absurd. And from the East coast before that to here is amazing, but that's not. Oh yeah. Rent. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. It is
1: just, Minnesota is like, it's. Fantastic. I come from Alabama and it's similar, so that's crazy.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But so, as we continue yeah, yeah. to talk
0: about rent, <laughs> 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 but that's
3: Sounds. where I'm at.
4: Yeah, that's really me. awesome.
3: I did information systems. My degree was like information systems and data, and data analytics, and I got done with that. I was like, these classes were fun but all of these jobs suck. So I'm going to do something else Uh, basically. And I I was working at a coffee shop in the same town that I'm college at the time. So I, uh, I'm now the director of training there. Uh, I teach all the new people how to make coffee. Super fun job. I am definitely on the coffee, I guess, career track. It's what I want yeah. to do the rest of my life. I love to work in uh, importing. That's kind of like my goal. Uh, but right now, uh, I'm still on the on the cafe side. Are you a,
4: uh, a really coffee
0: connoisseur? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I have words.
4: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, no. In a
0: good way, in a good way. <laughs> that
4: was okay, 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 <laughs> okay.
1: Co- coffee or tea, don't tempt her. Or yeah. syrup, you know. Coffee,
4: tea, syrup. Uh, yeah.
1: like, <laughs> long story syrup short, coffee. I'm just a foodie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm with you
3: when, when you get like super if you ever get in really into one kind of like food or drink mm-hmm. or something it just ends up spilling over into the, all the other ones sort with coffee really got into like cooking and stuff like that now i've i got like this this super i don't know why i bought it i was like i just want a fancy tea and i bought an expensive tea it was an oolong it's awesome i love it uh,
0: wait no we can't we can't
3: we
4: can't <laughs> don't yeah, get me yeah. into this <laughs> We'll have <laughs> a food
1: do oolong stream. power hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll do an after hour moment. show
4: of
1: just tea <laughs> talk.
4: Absolutely, it was, oh it was at God. that
6: moment the stream could see the pain on Waffle's face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I walk into a tea store with her, and I'm just like, "Give me something, thanks."
0: <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, what are you looking for? Floral? Are you looking for more like...
1: <laughs> oh, that's
3: silence like, of coffee. My uh." Eye- we, I, I went to this store with my parents the other day, and they had like the, there was this. I was showing them this store that's in town. Uh, I still live in the same town that they live in. And uh, what store? And, uh, <laughs> it was a natural food store. They had like a this oh, whole okay. thing of teas. And my mom was like, like Silas, i to even getting tea lately. Like, do you want to like help me get some teas? And I was like, yeah. And she was like. Well, just get what you would want. I was like, no, mom. There's ones a floral. That this way. one's a green tea. This is a black tea. <laughs> smell it. Do you like it? And, and like all this stuff. And I went home with them, and they had got me this like cast iron teapot. And they said, these teas are yours. It was a super sweet moment. Uh, but like I did the same thing with my mom, where she was like, just like just get whatever you want. I was like, no, you tell me what you want. You're gonna smell all of them.
4: they remind
3: you of and
0: (laughs) (laughs) we both want to go to japan at some point when we're able to but like on that list is the tea ceremonies and i just want to like oh yeah that would be
2: so cool yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Um, i feel like we
2: can't dog on people too much because you know if anybody comes to our silly hobby it's like why do you have so many figurines those are (laughs) miniatures and you need to lay off Like this one
3: is a half work and i spent <laughs>
2: hundreds of dollars on
3: miniatures i spent, spent five hours painting him
0: i'm getting into the painting of miniatures as he's getting into dice so you know we're
4: oh yeah bye bye yeah, money I, <laughs> amazing <Yeah. laughs>
0: but i should say while well, i did say that i i studied graphic design that is nowhere near what i do right now <laughs> similarly to you silas when I got out of that graphic design and I was like, okay, well, I had an internship in college and I kind of transitioned into like a marketing role. And I was Mm -hmm. like, apologies to any marketing people that are watching this, but I was like, marketing sucks. I can't do this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. good, man. Same Uh, thing I did. IT is the worst. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just, I couldn't do it. It's a type of, it's a type of person. Just like sales is the type of person in a different yeah. way. And I was a foodie even then, though I was working for a, if in the food service industry through a large Sodexo, if anybody knows a large food corporation. But, you know, catty corner to the kitchen, the pros of that was that, you know, make really good friends with the chef. Have amazing food always, but <laughs> but <laughs> uh, the marketing job itself was not for me. Uh, so I transitioned into by complete chance that same friend from high school got me a job at a payroll company, ADP, which sure pays a lot of people. ADP, yeah, I used they to, were, yeah, there. yeah, I know <laughs> them, I know them. <laughs> but I am tech port for a payroll company. I work for Ceridian now, a different payroll company, but basically MIT. I learn the... So you uh, do my major that I didn't do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. But I, I like it because the way I managed to find my way into it was like working with clients and fixing people's problems. So I get to just be the people person that I am. But, yeah. like, with a buffer, yeah. because I know more than you, so you could just listen to me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, ho- hopefully.
4: Hopefully they do. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully.
0: If they yeah. don't, yes. though, like, I, it's great. The new place that I work for is absolutely amazing. It doesn't have any of the bullshit of the last place. And I get to work from home awesome. right now. And even before this, I was working home three times a week. Like, it's, it's a good life.
6: <laughs> yeah. B- before I worked at Bartlett Tree Experts, I was a, a salesman and a growing consultant at a local nursery. People, I was technically a salesman there, but people never like, cause they were always asking me what the plants they needed to put where. So it, they never realized like my, my fiance who was in sales is like give you all his horror stories about bad yeah. customers. I was like, they always liked me.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, It's
2: <laughs> not a hard Vine, sale. They're coming yeah. to see plants. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah They're yeah, going yeah, to yeah. sell you the plants. They're not yeah. going to walk away without buying a plant.
4: In, yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. There are there are pros and cons to every job. You just gotta find the way to get into it. I figured that works for you. It's not about like mm-hmm. going to study like this one thing and knowing it. It's like how you find your way into it. That always to me is the kicker. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. All right, guys.
1: I got one last question. We got
0: one last question. Alright. Right. Sure. All
1: Alright. Alright. Let's end on a positive note. What do, what do you guys consider to be your like biggest success since podcasting? And it can be anything. You you say We got one viewer. Like, we got one person that just loves us. What do you consider? Like, what made you say, all right, we're a podcast now? Me and Jake probably the same one.
5: Maybe. Do you you want me to say mine and then you say yours?
6: Sure. See if it's different.
5: So we had a guy, I think it was maybe, maybe February of this year. These guys called Nerds on Earth actually wrote an article about us.
1: Wow. whoa oh wow
5: yeah i was like super stoked about it and uh and you know they they just talked about how like you know they listened to like the first 10 episodes of us and they really liked us i really liked it because they said they liked my voices so you know
3: awesome that's all you want to hear is a dm yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> like my yeah silly voices they yeah, like yeah. My
5: voices. Um, but yeah they you know the, they they pretty much said that you know like the the you know the Dragon Punch Squad, Dragon Punch Squad, isn't trying hard. They're just, they're just uh, five friends that just love playing games together, and they were just very like honest about stuff. And the one downside that they said was they were like, the only thing we didn't like was that there wasn't any information on the players themselves. All of it was Correct. just, you know, like they they were like, we tried to find like player profiles or anything about it, and it's like, yeah, we just like haven't done that. yeah (laughs) and so and so that you know like the like the the week after i was like hey do you guys have your player profiles ready (laughs) that up yeah so i mean you know seeing that and just seeing someone seeing someone else not affiliated with us at all write about us in such in such like a good light was just awesome i i I, like i like i like sent it to my mom i i like we like it all over the place oh yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great that's awesome
6: mine could have been that one but i would also say this (laughs) At some point, we were just playing the game. We had several episodes released, and all of a sudden, on our Twitter feed, just these random character arts popped up. And this oh, just man. random artist. I was telling Mary, my fiance, I was like, "It feels—it's a weird feeling. A yeah. character you came up in your head—it's your creation. Somebody else cared about it enough to take time to draw it, and yeah. that's—it's yeah. hard to beat that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's super cool.
2: We've only had a, a few. I think the very first one we got was a, a drawing of my guy and it was somebody from school. It was Dylan Wilhelm. He's like our biggest junkie. He just listens everything. Our big, I'm pretty sure he's our biggest fan for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, super cool. But guy like uh him. yeah, he he drew he drew a picture of my character I don't think I'd said that he has a ponytail, but he drew him with a ponytail. It was totally <laughs> fine. I was like, he got a ponytail.
4: Man. That's awesome. <laughs> um,
2: but you're, you described it perfectly, John, like that feeling of like, I made this up and somebody drew it, which is very cool. And whether it was a doodle in class or on a napkin or whatever, like somebody took the time. Yeah. And they're enjoying what we're pumping out so much. I think it's a tie between two things. One is like a social media success and the other is is actual like, our content. And we have this lady who joined our discord. Her name is howdy, howdy, howdy. I do not know who she is, (laughs) but she said that because of our show, her and her husband listen every Monday, they found some friends and they are learning how to play the game to play their own because of it. And I think, I think that's what everybody is trying to do. You know, I think if you have a show, somebody in the group's goal is going to be, I just want to show everybody this game and I want to tell other people to play it. And that is that happened, you know, and I made sure to share that because I think a lot of the guys in our group that was theirs. And I was like, you've hit your goal, you know, like if if it was just one person, this is the one. So that is that's very cool. Even if it was just one person, that that's amazing. Um, yeah, we give away stuff <laughs> and I started making dice and we had a dice giveaway and we had a thousand people share it and like oh, it wow. and wow. sign up. And people want free stuff. That's not to say that it, right. our, our oh, product yeah, changed at yeah. all. They just want free stuff. So, right. but yeah. we went from like 500 followers or 600 followers to like 1300 followers in a couple of days. Yeah, and that you was hear that, like waffles?
0: When you start making, I dice, was just you ready? like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: it. and yeah, and it was it was these dice that did it. And nice. we immediately we immediately got on, and I, I started talking with our DM. I was like, we got to hit it hard. We got to do this we got a stream we mm-hmm. got it and we just started adding more things to to do while we had this kind of new influx of people so that was a, a i would say like when that hit that was like every time you refresh
1: twitter there's like five more people five more people five right. more people congratulations that is yeah i wrote <laughs> congratulations on that success i remember seeing that giveaway and being like oh those dice are nice and i like retweeted and i was like we don't want to join don't but some people, some other people, you guys, join. Go get it. Yeah.
4: I remember reading it's that. Like I, I know
1: like, like two days later, them. there's like a thousand people on it. Amazing. It was because of that retweet. It was because <laughs> you guys tweeted it out. We'll take I it. Doubted. Well,
0: that was entirely.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> what about you, Seth? I,
3: I, was, I was working on Bar that day during a bar shift at the coffee shop I work at, and we had a few episodes out and this guy came up, you know, we're right near the campus of the college that I attended to, so I know a lot of people who come in uh, from that, and this guy, uh, we, we're never friends, like, we're like acquaintances kind of, you know, we didn't really run in the same circles but we knew who each other was but he's like this, like, country dude, track, he's from Louisiana cowboy boots kind of guy like, is like, so not a nerd in any way <laughs> at all he came up, and he was like, he was like hey, I uh, listened to your podcast
4: oh. <laughs> that guy what <laughs> and it
3: blew my mind because i would have never never guessed it in a million years so and it, exciting. like the, the, basically him who he i don't think he had ever played as far as i know never really played D. like that wasn't his thing he had just found out about it and was like oh i know those guys i'll give it a listen mm-hmm. and then just liked it and he really liked it he would come up like i was working or like other things like that uh, to some of us, and be like, oh, I listened to this episode, it was cool, and, and seeing someone who was not a and d player and that wasn't something that they cared about but still listened to it anyway was so cool. It was so, like, that 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 interaction of listening to your podcast, you guys really funny. It was amazing. So it was, it was wow. so cool. That, yeah. that is not so amazing, it, man. man. <laughs> yeah.
4: <No.
0: laughs> it's complicated for me to answer. Like, I do art. do the art for, for our group, so, you know, some of the uh, players make me draw their character out, right? and we did that for when we started the Extinction Curse campaign. I, I, you know, drew everyone's profile up. But I haven't seen any fan art yet, so that's a milestone that I uh, yeah. haven't hit, but would be absolutely mind-blowing for me. I, I can't wait to get to that phase. It's weird, like, when it was relatively early on when we started doing this that, you know, we still, we talked about the technical difficulties, we talked about, you know, kind of getting to a point where we felt like we were producing something that we were really proud of, and it was around that time where actually, like, Paizo followed us on Twitter and they hosted us a couple yeah. times <laughs>
4: Yeah, and we were yeah, like, that. man, so cool. like, we're this kings. is
0: happening. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's happening here? Uh, so that was like, that was really cool. That was the start of it, at least for me, of like, no, we are making a serious go of this. We can totally make something happen here. But since then, the milestones that we've been like, literally the other day you talked about social media, like. I wasn't looking at it for a while, because Waffles, honestly, is the one that's mostly on Twitter. I started the Instagram, and, like, I didn't even... When when did we pass 200? Wait, wait, we're at 250? What's going on? Like, like we, I blinked, yeah. and it happened, and it's going up, mm-hmm. and it's really awesome.
1: Yeah, I can say she'll probably attest to it. Ever since the beginning, I've been the... If we have one person listen to us, like, it's worth it. Let's just yeah. keep doing it. Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ever since the beginning, even with, like, the all the problems, like she said, I was the one that was like, just keep pushing it out. It'll get better. Like no, no joke. We'll get better. (laughs) (laughs) And in the Navy, I learned a lot of trend analysis, like for gauges and stuff. So I enjoy the analytical side, the trend analysis side for the past. We've been in it three months now. It's how young we are, everything. Like we've only done this for three months and watching our analytics just very slowly go up like organically like no no big spikes it's just very slowly going up i look up at three months and we're at we're over 1500 downloads like it's that's that's the kind of stuff that makes me feel like we made it they might all be lurkers if we never get character art just watching that i'm like all right yes it gets me like Like,
0: he reminds me every once in a while Mm -hmm. and he's just like look at these numbers and we'll sit down we'll just like go through chartable and everything like that we're like
1: yeah. 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 Is- we I used log into to our, our
3: mean me account just to look at all the numbers, and it's like, oh, how many downloads did we get yesterday? Whoa, what? Yeah, he, yeah. he's really, really oh, yeah. good yeah. at the trend yeah. analysis
0: part of it, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and why we try to kind of run those Twitter polls, because there's a lot of times where we don't have benchmarks of, like, yes. what are intro podcasts to, like, okay, how many downloads did you have when you were three months old, a year old, you know, all that stuff, because we want... To help everybody out in that sense of like that that information needs to be out there so that we can get an idea of what is working and what's not working. So it's been really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I can't believe it's already been what plus how long? A while.
4: An <laughs> <laughs> odd minute. Oh wow. Two yeah. plus for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you guys so, so, so much. This was another really awesome episode. I think it was really good conversation. So, John, Jake, Zach, Silas, thank you for joining us today, tonight. Our pleasure. Yeah, no, this was amazing. (laughs) Yeah,
3: this was a treat. Yeah, (laughs) thanks for having us. This was awesome. This was so cool. A lot of fun.
6: I'm glad glad this happened.
0: We are as well. We talked a little bit. We joked around a little bit about, about doing... Things, uh, with each other, uh, different one shots or whatever. Huh? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Uh,
1: call cut you that out, out of Come the in.
0: podcast.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Slide into Marks those DMs. For <laughs> Oh my god! All right. see, the you difference
5: guys... is it, the difference is whenever whenever somebody on on our podcast says something stupid, I leave it in.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the podcast no can't see how red I am turning. Uh... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but no, on that note, you know, one of the hugest things that we wanted to bring together with TTRPG Talks is that intermingling of the communities. Uh, we mm-hmm. see each other on Twitter all the time. I see you guys on the feed and I'm like, hey, it's you. Not only do we want to put faces to some of those tweets and other, we wanted to get that interaction going and we want to keep it going. So, you know, if you guys have ideas Hit us up, hit everybody up, and we'll get these things going. That's half the fun, and I think we're going to start something really, really awesome with it.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it would be a lot of fun. Like, like I said, with, with us talking about like having guests and stuff like that, and doing guests on each other's shows and everything... I I I imagine we're going to get a good like melting pot soup going yeah, on of of all yeah. these different mm, podcasts I'm so ready. excited for yeah. it honestly. <laughs> totally. And yeah. giving
0: those forever DMs as I point at Waffles and I'm sure plenty others <laughs> a chance to like rotate around a
6: there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of months ago, I didn't even know about like the Laugh Finder podcast, another one in Baltimore. Just, I wasn't even aware of a lot of these podcasts like us, like what we were. And th- th- this whole thing just seems you told me I was going to be doing this two days ago. It would have been so weird to me. But this is, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <Yay>. yeah. <laughs> that makes totally. us
0: super happy to hear, honestly. So thank
4: you. <laughs> 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 On
0: that wonderful note, Zach, please plug your amazing charity stream one more time for us.
2: Tomorrow at 6 o'clock Central Time, jump over to the basically good Twitch. We're going to be doing Charity One Shot, uh, DM'd by me. I actually wrote it. Mm. Going to Direct Relief. Donations will affect different facets of the game. And the highest donation is going to walk out with... Uh, Silas, we'll go ahead and plug it right now. Handmade cedar DM screen. Mm-hmm. Dice is another prize that could be won. And a handmade cross-stitch, I guess, chances <laughs> Beyonce is making... He just said that. Tonight. That was a
3: very but, recent update. It's, yeah, it's, I like the I, I guess. I can make something. Yeah. <laughs> he said
2: that's better than dice and I'm just not having it. It's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> But again, six o'clock tomorrow, it's going to be a super long event. So just pop in, say, hey, yeah. and donate for a great cause for COVID yeah. relief.
0: Yeah. For sure. Dragon Punch Squad podcast. Is there anything you guys want to plug or anything you want to give a shout out to?
5: I mean, you know, shout out to I, I posted the artist that did that did the character art for John's character and everyone else on, on the podcast. So the the link is in the chat right now. We'll, we'll shout him out on Twitter again. Tomorrow, uh, we will be doing another Pathfinder Society. Ooh. Kelly will be running that one again. So I get to take another break from behind the GM screen. Hey. It feels nice. <laughs> um, anyway, is I that wish. tomorrow
6: or Saturday, Jake?
5: Oh, Saturday. Sorry, yeah, Saturday. I don't know what day huh? it is, dude. <laughs> I was like,
2: "Here's the worst nightmare. I can't make
5: it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to be there." No, all of my days in together, my bad. Yeah, so Saturday, we we try to start around eight thirty, uh, ends up being nine because some of us have Eastern? kids. Yes, Eastern okay. time. Yeah, but yeah, so be there if you can. It's it's been a, a ton of fun, and you know, if if you guys can if you guys can be there and just tell us what we're doing wrong, go ahead. <laughs>
6: Perfect. <laughs> Should I fuck uh, one more person? Oh, yeah. Jake probably knows who this is. We had a custom set of dice made for us with our logos on them. Oh, and that was ah, That's basically so cool. Play. And the amazing artist that made them for us was, I believe, DiceY on... Yeah. Uh,
4: she's
5: she, she's on Twitter. Can We can... Uh, we can- her as well but uh but yeah she she made us custom dice for for our giveaway so and cool. then and then so, so a, a, cool. after the giveaway when, when we when we you know the it's it's a dice with a fiery with a fiery uh, fist on it and then she actually sent us our own sets and she gave us these dice hawaii on twitter uh go ahead and fi- go
0: ahead and find them follow them they make amazing stuff Absolutely. i want to say something to everybody you know on here which is that with everything being what it is covid all that stuff you know if you still want to support your podcast out there, especially, you know, anyone, it would be so helpful to the best ways that it's completely free. Leave a review and subscribe and tell your friends because that is the way to get the virtual free hype train going.
4: Yeah, totally. And I think it would help <laughs> yeah. every
0: single one of us as well as any of your other favorite podcasts. So definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> Waffles, do you have anything?
1: Not particularly. We just enjoy doing this. This is our big thing right now. We're trying to get a lot of different people together to talk TTRPGs. Eventually, we're going to get a lot of people together to play TTRPGs. If I have to run a 12-person game, we're going to do it. Both words! Round of I'm combat. Ready. We're going we're to <laughs> yeah. call, him,
5: we're gonna call him on his bluff, guys? <laughs> <What> a terrible... <laughs> What a terrible I will devise a combat quality.
1: system that's quick for twelve people. I'm <laughs> ready.
5: <laughs> not two e. <weak. laughs> not,
1: not, not too. Not, weak. not too whatever. Not two e. <laughs> right, that's
6: going to be about five hundred actions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is just our big thing right now. Besides our streams on Sunday and Tuesday, and then our podcast. Like this is this is what we're kind of putting a lot of energy into, and it's it's showing and it's paying, and we love you guys for it.
0: Yeah. So, once again, one last huge thank you to everybody for joining us today and thank you for the questions in the chat and everything. We love that interaction and we love every single one of you guys for joining us tonight. So, thank you.
1: We'll get out of here. Bye, y'all! Bye! Uh, I Bye for you! <laughs>